Thank you for downloading Three Idgets in a Pod. We just have a quick announcement before we get started. Supernatural is a show that often deals with sensitive topics in a less than sensitive way. Please check the show notes for episode-specific content warnings if this is concerning to you. Again, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Thank you for downloading this episode of Three Idiots in a Pod, a sibling supernatural rewatch podcast. I am a host, Margaret Downs. I'm host, Patricia Downs. And I'm another host, Bridget Downs. And today we're going to be talking about season three, episode four, Sin City. But first, how are you doing? Pretty good. I um, I had a class today, this morning, and I will have a class later tonight in crochet. The, I had my what? one-on-one class this morning, and that went really well. And then I have my like, uh, bigger, like, 15-person, you know, max class. <gasps> Maybe we'll get, like, a couple people, and that'll be fine. The class that I did at Old Soul was, like, five people, and that was fine, because, like, I got to, like, actually go around and talk to everybody and, like, make sure mm-hmm. everybody was on the right spot and, like, the same page on, like, how to do the basics of everything that I was teaching. Yeah, so if I... If I get like just a couple people, it'd be fine. If you um, get eleven people, if you, I mean, if you I get two, a lot of people, I'm gonna make some money. I don't know. I'm gonna have to look up what to do for left-handed people and hope right. that there's nobody. Yeah, <laughs> because that's yeah, because it's a little bit harder. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, I'm left-handed. <laughs> oh yeah, a little fun fact about Bridget. A little fun fact about me. It's just you and Uncle Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Everybody else in the family is right-handed. Yep. It's just yep. you and Uncle Matt. <laughs> <laughs> With crochet, I feel like as long as you keep tying slip knots you're pretty much fine like as long as he like if you can unravel it then like you've done a good job <laughs> like if you if you get to a point when you're unraveling it where it like is it becomes a knot it's like oh i may have messed up there but like it all should just completely like naturally unravel uh as mm-hmm. you pull the string if you've made all your stitches right is that how the band got their name what slipknot yes Slipknot, the band crochets. That's that must be why. It must be what they're doing. <laughs> this this is an area of pop culture that I feel uh, I am lacking. Music is, is music. I, yeah. I listen yeah. to a lot of new music because of TikTok. Oh, new Tip- music t- because of TikTok. Not new. Sorry. Oh, music. New, music. new to you. New to you. New to me. You experience new music to you. It's actually a lot of older music that would be from your generation, probably because oh, you mean like old? <laughs> yeah, old stuff like us. I mean, you 2000s. Know. Okay, yeah, that's old. Old. Sure, sure, that's old. 20 years ago? You know what? I don't want to think about that. <laughs> that's old now. Our music is Our so music of our old. generation. Get me my music on a hit clip. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, where's my harpsichord? Like, <laughs> no, we're no, going, we're going era appropriate. <laughs> I miss hit clips. <laughs> Oh they worked God. better than CD Walkmans. They did! Which is so funny. Which was our era. Yeah, CD, Walkman. CD Walkmans. They don't work. They don't work. They were a bad idea. Yeah, that was a bad idea. It was so funny. You can't, you have to hold it perfectly level. You can't move. <laughs> also, something that I was thinking of the other day, era of that, our little uh, oh Home God. Alone 2 yeah. Yeah. Uh, recorder. Yes, yeah, there's some funny yeah. stuff on that. Oh, I'm sure there is. There's some really funny stuff on that. I'm that sure I it's just missing the Beatles. The, yeah, there's is a there lot even, of you singing stuff. Even a tape still in there? There's a lot if of there it. is, it's the one tape that's been in there forever. There's a lot of you like doing like I'm probably like, singing really fast and then you can speed it up and it makes it like sound like a chipmunk. Wow, that's a that's a fun archive. <laughs> but yeah, our, our little uh, our little home loan to uh, voice recorder thing yeah. that you can play slow or fast or mm-hmm. normal mm-hmm. and make your voice sound like Kevin when he's in the uh-huh. when he's in the movies like How do you do? This is Peter McAllister. 
The Father. Yes, sir. I'd like a hotel room, please. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what year was that, do you think? Well, Home Alone 2 lost in New York. What did, what did Jean Louis say? He's like, I know it's kind of stupid to complain about a movie that came out 17 years ago. And that was in like 2012, maybe? So, 90s. 90s? Yeah. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, we know we do have that piece of 90s yeah, technology. Yeah, he was saying, yeah. and because he was saying, can you imagine that 2020 is a year? Oh, no, he was saying 2029. 2029? Yeah. I was like, 2029? That's not a real year. By 2029, I'll be drinking moon juice with President Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I'm not going to be writing you a paper check. And I feel like I probably will still be writing a paper check. Probably. Yeah. I mean, you might be. You might might be. Listen, I like writing paper checks. It's funny. You might be right. You might be like, okay, who can I make this out to? And they're like, we don't take paper checks here. And you're like, damn, yeah, that does damn happen it. sometimes. Do you bring your checkbook to like stores? It's in my wallet. Yeah. Oh, it's just it's just in my wallet. It's, like, a, it's just. An do you write checks of- at like stores? No, usually okay. when I write checks, it's for like for the garage. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Or for like a doctor's office. Okay. Like for copay yeah. or something, so that I have for like a, a written record. At- <laughs> so that I have like and a, a written record. Yeah, yeah. So that I know that I paid it. Because if I use cash or card, as soon as I've, it's done, it's out of my brain. So. It would be really funny if someone wrote a check to a kid at a homemade lemonade stand. They're like, <laughs> who can I make this out to? And the kid's like, I don't know, man. It's 75 cents. <laughs> they're like, I mean, what's your yeah, name? Like, like, yeah, you could write a check like, for 75 you cents. You could. Do you, know how, do, you know, do you know how to write a check? They used to teach us. They used to, they used to teach this in schools. Have they taught you how to write a check? You write your name and but but no. did, but did <laughs> I mean you write you, you don't sign your name you don't yes. write your name on the you check. sign your name I know okay you sign okay. your name in cursive. Who do you write? I write, what do you write on the top. Okay, whoa, yeah. the this money. Is funny. Okay, yes. So there's the date. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. There's a little spot for the money. Money. Like where you put the numbers. And, and then, then there's all one line on top and there's one line underneath. Bottom. And then there's one line on the very bottom. And there's one line on the other side where you sign. Yeah. So there's one line on top. No, no, the one line on top. So there's the date. Line and then on top. Who we make it out to? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So it's, it usually says pay to the order of. Mm-hmm. And then you fill it in with a name of a person or a business. Sometimes you do it to cat. You can do it to cash. Yeah. But that's a little riskier. Mm-hmm. It can, and it can be a little sketchy. Yeah. And then the line underneath that is you write in words what the, the number the, says. The, the, the money amount. Yes, and then there's like a little line at the bo- at the very bottom that's like, what did you for? What what, what, like, did, what did you do? What did why are what you paying this? So yeah. my car insurance. Yeah, mm-hmm. I write I write a paper check for my car insurance. Rent. We write copay uh, copay for this doctor. So like mm-hmm. like for my car insurance, I'm like I did it for car insurance. Pol- and and then I write the policy numbers so that I have that like written down that I did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if we'll ever. And there's a thing on the back, right? That you sign when it's when it's a check that is given to you and it's in your name aren't or there, in cash. Aren't there numbers that you have to write down? Not on the back. Mm-mm. You can write your account number on the yeah. back if you are, if it's for you or for cash and you're depositing it. Right. I've never, um, never done that usually. Really? I, no. I just write, I write my number on the back and sign it when I endorse it and then just like hand it to them and I'm like, put that on my account. Oh yeah, that's what I've had to do. I usually, well, or do you, so you don't use the slip? No. Oh, I don't go I, through the drive-thru. Oh, yeah. I go inside. I, I, oh, I drive-thru scare me. Like, yeah. Like, oh. the, the drive-thru at the bank scares me. That's right. what I was doing. With the pneumatic I, tubes? Yeah. I don't use that. Okay, but you still, you use the deposit slip and you put it in the thing, right? Yes. That scares me because I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. I, it's just going somewhere. I'm like, it's, you're just, doop. 
it's like just like like putting a letter in a mailbox scares me sometimes. I'm yeah. like, I don't think oh. it's going anywhere. I'm like, I think it's gonna go into another dimension when I put it in there. Yeah, it do- it does, and that's a little, and that is kind of liberating for me because it's like it's not my problem anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like I did my job. The machine ate it, and either I get that money or I don't. <laughs> it's not so scary. It's I'm like, out of what my if, hands. What if I put it in there and they're like, we well, didn't get it, but I, but I put it in. This is like I go in and I'm like, you put this yeah. on my account right now, and then yeah. you yeah. Me my, receipt and my, and tell me what I have. My aversion to talk to people is so strong that you'd rather that just drop it during, in the Dropbox during and... open bank hours <laughs> I go to the night deposit box <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah, yeah, I got a weird text on my way home that was like the washer fell over Bridget is distraught it's gonna be like a disaster when you get home and I'm like what <laughs> I'm in the car what what <laughs> No further information provided. Great. And like, I was like, where are you guys? It's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> and then I get home and dad and Bridget are both there. And I'm like, and everything's, and everybody's fine. And I'm like, the house isn't on fire. No. So what's the disaster? So dad brings me home. I've got my coffee. I go into my room and I'm doing my work and I go into my computer and I'm watching a video while doing my work. And I had heard before, it sounded like someone was going down, coming from upstairs downstairs and Maisie and I were like what the hell because we knew that no one was home but then I just kept on watching my video and then it sounded like there was thunder happening in the video but then I paused it and the sound kept going the sound kept going and I was like okay so there's like thunder it's thundering outside even though it's perfectly sunny outside so I take my headphones off and I'm like oh no it's coming from the basement. <laughs> so I open the basement door and it is loud and Maisie's like alert. I'm like, it's probably just the dryer. I think that maybe some... P- my first thought is just that there's like sneakers in the dryer. Right. Because it's like loud. So I open, I go down and I open the dryer and I'm like looking inside and I'm ruffling stuff around and I'm like looking for sneakers. <laughs> Meanwhile, the sound's still going. I'm not even registering <laughs> And I'm like looking, I'm like, no, it's not in there. And I turn around and I'm like, oh my God, because the entire washer has fallen off its cement podium, it's still on, and it's tangled up in the extension cord. Oh my God. See, the way Bridget is describing the extension cord situation makes it sound like there are wires all over the place. I think there was just like one one cord. Mm-mm. It would still that, be scary. Like, there was the extension cord that was from the ceiling, and then there were all the cords that were plugged into the extension cord that were hanging from it and the washer was like pushing into it well okay so but what what i'm picturing is a tangled mass of wires no and the washing machine is completely sideways on the floor it's not like touching the floor okay so that's what it's that's that's what okay, that's so what it's, i'm so it's over kind of on its side but like the cord is like keeping it from being on the floor yeah oh wow Okay, so that's still scary. Like, the cord is, like, holding it up, and, like, if it breaks, it'll, like... It's tipped like this. Well, yeah, like, yeah. diagonally. But it's still... <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God! And I go over to it, and I'm and I'm like, ah! And I try I try to open it so that it'll turn off, but it's, it doesn't it's do the that. newer it, version, so it's locked. Oh, no, that's you not, can't that's, do that's, it anymore. No, that's not a kill switch. And, Shoot! And I'm like, ah! So I call Dad, and he's like, hello? And <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what's going on. And he's like, oh, okay, calm down. And I'm like, the washer fell off the podium. And, and, and I'm like, and it's banging all over the 
place and he's like, um, okay. Do you, he's like, do you see where it's plugged in? And I'm like, there's a bunch so of cords. What dad wanted Bridget to do was to hit the little button at the oh, top of the, at the, power, the power strip. strip. You hit that, everything, everything in the power, turns everything turns off. off. I, I just started, you started unplugging. unplugging well, no, no, because I was like, there's a bunch of cords. He goes, okay, just unplug all of them. Oh my God. So I'm like, okay. So I unplug him and then I get electrocuted. And I'm <laughs> like, ah! Yeah, that's why I wouldn't do that. So then, so then he's like, oh, okay, I'm coming over. And I'm like, ah, So then I run upstairs and I'm on my hands and knees sobbing. And I'm just like, like, you know, like the type of sobbing where you're like wheezing, like, and it's just like, it's bad. Like, I, like, I can't breathe. I'm sobbing. And then mom calls and she's like, hey, how you doing? And I'm like, ah. And then dad came and he was like, it's okay. And then he hugged me and then, when, and it had stopped by then because yeah. apparently I had unplugged it. Problem solved. But he, uh, put it back on his podium. And so I was like, well, okay. I guess it's fine now. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, not like, not like, well, that'll never happen, but like, that's not, it's not pro- something to think about. No, it's yeah, not, no. it's not a problem you have anticipated. No, no. Needing, like, needing to deal with. No, I'm like, I don't know, would I know what to do in that situation? Probably not. Because, no. well, I don't expect that to happen. No, I, like, no, it's the entire washer to go sideways <laughs> and like, start falling off of the cement block that it's been sitting on forever. Or yeah. like that not yeah. that one, but like, you know, or like the the, the where our washer mm-hmm. has always been. It was because it was a uh, like an unbalanced load or yeah. something. Yeah. It was on that side and it had it was he, like towels and pillows. Yeah. And yeah. all the towels were on one side and the pillows were on the other. And it's like boom, 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 <laughs> just boom, boom. <laughs> slightly hopping. 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 What? Hopping to freedom. So I mean, yeah, like the shock of seeing your washer on its side, you know, being held there by a wire still moving. (laughs) So yeah, obviously, first thing you do is kill power. Probably don't unplug the actual plug if you can avoid it. Yeah, especially I, if it's plugged into an extension cord, you hit that power button at the top of it and uh, kill everything. I don't know if I would. I would have been like, if I don't you know what it's what it's connected to. See, even to, like, I would have been like, what if I turn off something bad? Like, what if at this if I turn at this off point, the fridge and then it goes all crazy? Like, I don't know. The fridge starts walking. The fridge starts walking around. No, that's not what happens when you turn off the power. Oh to the my fridge. god! So at that point, like, if I can't figure out like what what it is, like where where the cord's coming from, what it's plugged into, turn off the whole thing. Yes. Turn off power to the house. Mm-hmm. Like go to the circuit breaker yeah. and just kill power. The fridge is not going to go. The, fr- the 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 thing that's going crazy in this situation yeah, is, is the, the washing machine, <laughs> and you need to turn it off. The washer's going crazy. What about the fridge? <laughs> Nothing, I know. Jumps on the fridge. Are you okay? <laughs> Nothing else is going to. Go, How are you doing, baby? <laughs> Nothing else You're is going to go crazy if you lose power. Everything else just stops. Right. And it's not going to go crazy if and the fridge is not going to have a problem if it if it loses power for ten minutes. Right. And then at some point I got home and everyone else and everyone was fine. It's a gamble whether people will come to my class. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. It is a gamble whether people will come to your class. You know, uh, where else we talk about gambling is in our episode. So let's jump into today's episode, season three, episode four, Sin City. Okay, so our writer today, we have uh, shared writing credit. 
Robert Singer and Jeremy Carver. So Robert Singer, a name we might recognize, mm-hmm. has been a big director for us so far. This is his first uh, writing credit. We'll go on to write other episodes. Is mostly a director for the show. Same with uh, Jeremy Carver. First writing credit. They will be the showrunners seasons 8 through 11. Oh, okay. Jeremy Carver in particular has some interesting influence on the show seasons 8 through 11. Season 8 in particular is generally acknowledged as being one of the better seasons of Supernatural. Okay, okay cool. And that happened on under, under his his control. Our director today is Charles Beeson, who we know from Playthings and Roadkill. Okay. And we, I think we liked the directing. Yeah, we did. In yeah. both of those. Yeah. Um, there were some interesting directing to- choices. So, jumping in with our, we have our, our tagline. Yeah. Which I don't like. No. Yeah. Because I don't care about John's legacy. No. And it doesn't really appear that they do either. No. That is not the theme of this season. It, 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 it's not. You'd think they wouldn't if, start off with that every they, episode now. Like, if they want wanted this to be the theme of the season, it should have been last season. Right. Because he just died. he just died. This is like, wow, it's been a little while, but you remember? My dad dad. died? You remember dad? (laughs) For that, it is a little bit closer for them because, like, John's ghost saved Dean in the graveyard very briefly. Yeah. They could be like, oh, hey, you you remember that specific thing? But legacy? They haven't cared about that in, a a, like, a season. Yeah. Plus, I thought they were like, it was supposed to be like a, and now we're at peace kind of thing. Right? Yeah. Like, and now John is done. And and, and his legacy is done because he saved Because we Dean saved the yellow, because we killed the yellow eyed demon and, and, and it's that, all that done. part of the story is done and now we've got to solve our own problems. Mm-hmm. Nope, apparently. No, apparently we got to carry keep, out keep his on legacy. Doing it. What keep is on. his legacy? Well, apparently it's hunting things and, and killing, not as much saving people. Killing sons of bitches. Yeah. That's... I don't. I don't like it as a tagline. I, I don't. Just as big and clunky. I don't like it as a theme. Kill on as many sons of bitches. And it is. <laughs> and it is not the theme of the season. Yeah, the theme should be like saving people, hunting things. A family. That's business. that's a good tagline. Yeah. Or and then being like, hey, remember Dean's got a year left. That let's, could be our theme. Let's <laughs> save as many people we can before the year's over. Yeah, something like that. So we have then. Uh, they want us to remember that. Devil's Gate opened. Oops, all demons. How certain are you that what you brought back is 100% pure Sam? Is Sam like, okay? Is Sam okay? (laughs) You're a demon. Knife Lady Ruby is a demon, and she says she can save Dean. No details on how. Yep, there's the cult. Yeah, remember the cult? Remember the cult? And how the yellow-eyed demon died. And the cult is basically useless now. It can kill anything, but it's kind of useless now because these guys are underleveled for it. Yep. Uh-huh. And we don't have the bullets. And because they ran out of bullets, so they can't really mm-hmm. use it. So they gotta resurrect Samuel Cole and have well, him make the bullets. So <laughs> so here are your, opti- here are your options for, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. for supernatural world stuff, right? You got, like, yeah, bra- talk to the ghost. Ask the ghost interview questions. Yes. You can do that. Interrogate ghost. Um, uh, Luigi board. With, yes, a, with a Luigi board. The Luigi board. There's there is magic. Crossroad demon. Talk to a crossroad. Ask demon. a crossroad demon <laughs> for how, for how <laughs> to for how, how to do this. I will ask, make a deal. Do it, please. Ask the crossroad demon how to make the demon killing gun work. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> I won't kill you. You're you're safe. But other else, lots hmm? of scholarly re- research into magic stuff. Yeah, this will take some time. Suppose it's possible. We gotta do some work in the future of the supernatural world here. Pot. Like, we've, we've seen them raise 
zombies before. Maybe, maybe zombies. resurrect Samuel Colt is an option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he can still make him. But Time travel. Dead should stay dead. What's dead should stay dead. Yeah. This, this, yeah. So, you know, a way around what's dead should stay dead is if you time travel. Okay. There we go. <laughs> How do you do time travel? In this, figure in, it out. In this world, they'll figure it out eventually. More than once. Jesus. <laughs> Which harkens back to that um, Hollywood Babylon bit when Marty was like, now I can bring in that time travel thing I was working on. Yeah. Like, dude, you don't know. And they're like, who <laughs> like, knows who's like brewing that up right now in season two, three, when, um, they, when they said that. like, eh. I don't remember when the first time travel happens. I know, I know there's time Time, that sort of time shenanigans this season. Okay. Um, Not actual time travel, but I, there's some weird time stuff. I know there's time travel in season five. The question isn't where, Constable, but when. It, I know there's time travel in season five. I don't know if that's the earliest instance of actual time travel. Right. Uh, I know time travel happens multiple times. I'm gonna say it. Ha- I'm gonna say time travel happens at least four or five times. <laughs> least not many times we, we travel through time. No! no <laughs> Which I feel like is a lot of time. That's too sure. many. That's too to many. traveling through time. That's I too feel many. like maybe even a single star, like a single Star Trek series didn't do that much time traveling. Yeah, no. They did it once in a while. Because you can't get away with that. Like, you can't. <laughs> That's too many separate paradoxes that you've created. Imagine um, all the different timelines you've created and... Well, so we're, we're working on different... So there's different theories about in, in, like, fiction about time travel, right? So you've got, like, the branching timelines one where mm-hmm. you change one thing and now you've changed the... Fu- like, you've created different universes. And then there's, like, the more linear one, which is more like a Back to the Future mm-hmm. thing where it's, yeah. where it's all just... It's like a tube. Mm-hmm. And you change something back here, it changes everything here. And there's only the one thing. I think that's more like... Like, like there's this universe's time. There's more universe! There are! There are more universes. There's a bunch of universes, but they didn't happen necessarily, I don't think. I don't think they happen necessarily because of, like, decisions and branchingness. I think they're just, like, in parallel. Right. Okay. Because Mark... A little little bit more um, mirror universe. Yeah. In space with Markiplier. Than in space with Markiplier. Now. So we're in a church at night. Nighttime. There's a nun filling the the boxes on the backs of the pews with hymnals. (laughs) I said miss. Is it a hymnal? Is oh, it both? It, it could be either. Okay, hymnal it's, or it's, missile it's or the, whatever the book is that they're using. I think. Um, I think we had um, on the paper, and I was like, "Yeah, no, she just launches the monster." <laughs> Um, I, I think I think ours ours was a combo yeah. missile and hymnal. Yeah. So she puts a book mm-hmm. and uh, b- puts all these books in the pew, turns around and a father is there. Oh, and he father. hands her one and he's like, one more. Hands her a book. And uh says like that's <laughs> I love this. Like um, it makes sense when he's saying it, but like the way I'm reading it, I'm like, that's all, sister. <laughs> <laughs> that's all, sister. Let me walk you to your car. <laughs> that's, all, that's all, sister. sister. <laughs> And he looks like a priest. He's got sort yeah. of a calm, comforting... Mm-hmm. Kind eyes. Kind kind <laughs> face demeanor. So he's like, let me walk you to your car. And um, they start walking and they hear father. And they look up to like the balcony. 
And the father says, like, Andy. And this man who's sitting up there in the balcony, Andy, says that God is not with us. Not anymore. And I love this shot. This yeah. is this mm-hmm. is direction. Yeah. I I love this shot. There, the camera is down in the... Um, well, first it's in the balcony, it's, right? It's, it's, and it's then in, it's looking in the balcony. down at them. Look, like at, looking, looking at the priest and the nun. Coming, coming down the aisle towards the balcony, which is at close to the, like, the doors of the church. Mm-hmm. And then the camera is down in the aisle with the priest and the nun looking up at the balcony and there's this circular stained glass framing this guy Andy like a halo mm-hmm. it's and it it's gorgeous stained glass and it's just I love this shot this, this looking up looking up at him and the priest says, like, oh, of course he is. Like, why? What, what's wrong? And Andy says, like, well, he can't help. And if he can, he won't. And aims a gun under his own chin. And I was like, oh, great. And we hear the priest go, like, Andy, wait! And he fires it. And the nun screams. The scream? <laughs> It was like a lot, but it was a I lot. feel like it was it, believable well, to be like. It was pretty long. It was a long. It screen, went on for but, a long time. So I mean, I mean, suicide is you know always a tragedy. Yes, but from a religious perspective, it's mm-hmm. a sin, and yeah, and and like they don't specify like what denomination Christian right. these guys are, but generally speaking, it's a sin, and you forfeited your soul. So if she super believes in that, so. you know, and 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 that. <laughs> And and then and it was and this 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 sin was performed in a church like yeah. like there's there's a certain amount of you know She's spiritual like, anguish there could you? Yeah. And like, um, sacrilege yeah and you know some you know feeling about you know the the, the horrible violent loss of the soul there and yeah so then we go to clouds strange clouds. <laughs> I love it. It's so dumb. <laughs> so we're at Bobby's house. We see Bobby using like a magnifying glass to examine parts of the cult. And Dean. It's kind of funky music. Yeah, kind yeah. of polka. Oh, I don't remember it being polka. It, it, it was almost. It was almost polka. It was like a. It, no, I don't was think so. It, it kind of sounded. Like I thought it, it was. It, it reminded me more of like a scene from like National Treasure, where they're like yeah. looking through, like they're like they're like, you know they're like planning their heist mm-hmm. or like yeah, but it's all about like it was mechanical and like we're we're like looking through magnifying glasses at this thing and like taking it, it apart and it sounded like a mix of polka and no serious. Seriously, it it reminded me. <laughs> no, I think you're joking. No. <laughs> no, because it reminded me of the one uh, the music that they were doing at Home Alone. So it was polka. It reminded you of polka, polka, polka. Yeah. The, polka. Like, can- John Candy and Kinda, polka yeah. music. Okay, no. So I did make a note about the music. The mu- I said the music sounds like the Lost Coric Forest. That's not polka, polka, is it? No, it's not. It's not polka at all. See the boom, 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 No, it's not in the same tone as that. No. It's not the same at all. It's not the same at all. No. Okay. Bum, 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 bum. No, no, this is where we're it's like not polka. We're looking through something secretive and we're, bum, we're bum, bum, intense bum, bum, and no, no, no. <laughs> it's not polka. It's not polka. <laughs> it's really close to the Lost Forest music yes. in Breath of the Wild. Yes. Which I could say is Which also is polka. Not Which is not polka. polka. <laughs> I think everything is inherently polka. <laughs> Everything is if, polka. <laughs> <laughs> every mu- every genre if, of music can be traced back to polka. 
<laughs> and every every piece of music is actually it's written it's by actually Weird Al. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not, though. <laughs> it's not. So we hear some funky music, but it's not funky. I wouldn't even say it's funky. I uh, call it in, funky. It's not, it's not like funk, but I t- it's kind of funky. No. <laughs> It's uh, and then we see like a Bunsen burner going. We see Dean holding gun parts with like a little water bath and a hammer. He's he's making bullets. He's making bullets. Sam says that he might have found some omens in Ohio. Dry lightning, a barometric pressure drop. Dean's like, that's thrilling. Sam brings up the suicide in a church and uh, a mass shooting in a hobby shop. Uh, Sam suggests that these could be demonic omens, and Dean's just kind of being difficult. He's like, or a suicide in a psycho scrapbooker. This happened in Elizabeth. Elizabethville, Ohio, which they say is a half-dead factory town in the Rust Belt. Dean complaining, just like, there's gotta be demons in, like, South Beach. <laughs> Sam's like, how's it going, Bobby? And Bobby says, slow. The, the look he kind of gives Sam. Uh-huh. And then um, Dean says that it's a little sad seeing the cult like that. And um, Bobby says that the only thing it's good for now is figuring out what makes it tick. And Sam asks, well, what makes it tick? And then Bobby, Bobby gives him a look. Like, are you serious right now? Um, and like, Sam, Sam's like, damn, okay, like, okay. okay. Dean does this little look back and forth, like, <laughs> I'll poke him. Um, and he's like, so, uh, if we want to go check out the omens in Ohio, do you think you could have it ready by this afternoon? Sam snort laughs at this. And Bobby turns, turns that look to Dean. Just looks at him. And he's like, well, it won't kill demons by then, but I can promise it'll kill you. <laughs> they say goodbye to Bobby, and he says, if the boys run into anything, that they should call him. In Elizabethville, we're at the church. The boys arrive uh, in this small town at the church. They are posing as insurance investigators. They are in suits. They are in suits. They are not showing up in torn jeans and Mm t-shirts. And saying, we're insurance investigators, right? And we learn as they interview our priest and kind of inspect the area. And he used to be a regular weekly churchgoer, but he stopped going about two months ago, right around the time uh, things started changing. Sam's like, what? Start changing? Priest explains that this used to be a town you could be proud of. People cared about each other. For example, Andy sang in the choir until one day he just was different. Sounds like he was like possessed. It's like, I guess you could say that. And he's like, he gambled away his money, cheated on his wife, destroyed his business. It was like a switch had flipped. Sam asks if he knew the man who killed the folks in the hobby shop. And the father's like, yeah, sure. Tony Perkins. Good man. Good man for killing those people. Okay. okay. Like, yeah. And you say that now? Good man. Good man. Okay. But Sam's like, did his personality suddenly change too? And it's like, well, now that you mention it. Yeah, you mentioned yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> right around the same time that Andy's did, about two months ago, yeah. when the town started changing. So the boys decide to head out. And we learn, we sort of place ourselves in time. It has been two months since the Devil's Gate opened. Sam is like, so two months ago we opened the Devil's Gate and this town turns into Margaritaville. So our next scene, we are at a motel. We have our establishing shot inside the room is sort of upside down because there it is it has a mirrored ceiling. Yep. And we see the <laughs> boys enter in the room through the, ceil- through, this, through the glass. Okay. It's, it's cool. Dean so, chuckles as he walks in and looks up. Dean goes to shut the door um, and the door across the hall opens and a man in a fedora and a tracksuit or like a tracksuit jacket and pants yeah, and a gold chain uh-huh. walks out and he kind of looks around like is anybody looking no got pretty greased up hair yep mm-hmm. yep slick back hair yep mm-hmm. and uh and dean kind of watches him for a second and he's like richie and this man stops he's like hey he's like dean winchester right he's like oh uh and then uh, a babe walks out some like yeah, a very tall very bu- tall buxom. blonde like busty woman <laughs> um he's like this is this my is my sister, sister. uh Cheryl. 
<laughs> and and Dean like was looking at him like, mm-hmm. like and he goes really and Cheryl <laughs> Cheryl goes hey and Dean's like Cheryl <laughs> like, hello oh, hello hello <laughs> and then he pays Cheryl and he's yeah, like uh-huh. Richie gives her some money he's and like, she leaves like with a tight shot on her ass as she walks away yeah mm-hmm. and he goes well you know stepsister I'm like oh, no. <laughs> so gross. Come on in. Dean um, introduces Sam, and uh, Sam's like, how do you guys know each other? That was really funny. He's like, <laughs> yeah, you can know each other. And Richie goes, it was that succubus in Canarsie, right? <laughs> uh, oh, and then he goes on to say like that you should have seen the rack on this broad. Mm. Freaking tragedy I had to ganker. Like, yeah. oh, that's who you are. Yeah. Oh, that's who, that's you, who you are. are. <laughs> that's who you are. Dean is like, whoa, like, who, who killed her? If I remember, you were toast until I showed up. And Richie's like, I forgot what a comedian this guy is. And uh, R- Richie's cell phone rings. And Dean says, like, I told you then, I'll tell you again. You're not cut out for this job. You're going to get yourself killed. Richie kind of ignores that and, or like, answers the phone with, talk to me. <laughs> like, okay, okay. He puts the phone down for a second, or, like, away from his ear. And he's like, FYI, Winchester, words hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so, saying, okay, depending on who he's talking to, that could have been dangerous. Oh, you mean it could have been Casey? No, I'm saying that could have been dangerous, saying Winchester. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it totally could have been. Yeah. Like, anyone he was talking to, it could it could have alerted them that, that Dean was there, you know, mm-hmm. or that... That Sam was there. That Sam was there. Yeah. No, that, yeah, that's a potentially very dangerous thing. Because he's probably calling some other, either Hunter we or... We never find out who he was on the phone with. Yeah. So he says, like, no, no, it's not a good time, baby. I'll see you. He's like, later. Hangs Did he say baby or babe? Oh, I thought he said baby. Maybe he said babe. I don't know. I thought he said baby. It might be baby. So, but, but, but we don't know. We don't know who he would be talking to. And could, what, what, oh, any, no, he said that he already, but then later he said that he already oh, he had set up set something. Up so was that it could, talking it, could, to it could have been him talking to Casey. But he says it's not a good time. Hangs up, sits down on the couch. I want to know how you develop the persona where you can answer the phone. Talk, talk to me. <laughs> like go for whoever <laughs> how do you develop that persona yeah the, I mean the whole thing he's got going on how do you how do you get there yeah where does that from, from where being does that, a baby from growing yeah. up <laughs> from growing up as a person how, how do does, you become that how does that start uh peaking in high school <laughs> being from New Jersey being from, from New, New Jersey. Jersey everyone there just says Dr. May on Dr. the phone <laughs> he's got an accent and, yeah. and I have a hard time telling the difference between New Jersey <laughs> And, and Brooklyn, and or like New York, Queens, or like I, I don't, I, also I don't, don't know what it's supposed to be here because I feel like it's a mix. Yeah, it's vague that metropolitan area yeah. accent. Yeah, he's he's got going on, and he looks like I mean he's he's kind of a short Italian looking yeah. guy. Yeah, <laughs> so he's got kind of that. He's got like, that. He's got that vibe. That vibe. That look. That voice. Yeah. Talk to me. Yeah. Uh, he's like yeah. He's got that like Eastern greasy seaboard yeah. metropolitan area yeah. kind of a vibe. Yeah. I just. How do you like for for that vibe? Are you like predestined to that? Like, yeah. <laughs> or do you choose one day to become that kind of a person? Yeah. How, how do you make the decision to start wearing tracksuits and gold chains? <laughs> Fedoras. And uh, Dean asks if he found anything in this town, and Richie says like, "No, nah, I got nothing." He's like, "Oh, you mean demons and whatnot?" Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> and, and Dean looks like he's quickly losing patience with yep. him. Says, what about Cheryl? Richie says, honestly, she definitely had the devil in her. But she wasn't a demon, you know what I'm saying? And Dean isn't really engaging. No. With, no. His, with his gross behavior. No. 
Which, like, if he were, if he were that kind of guy, which this seems like they keep trying to lead us to believe he is, yeah. he should be engaging with that behavior. Like, ah, I know what you're saying. Like, yeah, bro. If he was, like, gross and horny all the time. Yeah. But he he's should, like, ooh. Like, he's, maybe he's, he's seeing, maybe he's also, like, seeing what he doesn't want, like, about himself in Richie and being like, ooh, I don't want to be you. I don't want to be like, greasy. Ooh, you're greasy. You're actually greasy. Do I sound like that? <laughs> <laughs> I, he's just, he's just quickly losing patience with Richie. Yeah. yeah. Richie says, like, right, seriously, church guy, hobby shop guy. They were dead by the time I got here, and maybe they were possessed, but I can't prove it. And, um... Sam proposes a theory. Demons possess people in the town, start raising hell, and Dean's, you know, wonders why they just kill themselves then. And Richie proposes that it's more like a, like, you know, you steal a car and take it for a joyride and just destroy it before, you know, abandoning it. That is it's just, you know, a fun kick for them. He asks if anyone else in the town fits the profile, like a nice guy turned a douche. And Richie says that there's this guy named Trotter. He used to be the head of the Rotary Club. People say he turned bastard all of a sudden, brought gambling and hookers, and practically owns this whole town. Meanwhile, as this conversation is going on, Dean starts up the magic fingers on the mattress. That's <laughs> yeah. so funny. And is just and is like, <laughs> I am so excited <laughs> for the magic fingers. <laughs> Sam asks, but where can we find him? Well, where can I find her? I tell you, I do not know. And Richie says that he'll be at his bar in a few hours. So the boys roll up to a bar with like outdoor seating and get out of the car. There's like an indoor outdoor mall situation, <laughs> kind of like Provincetown. Yeah, like, it kind of just looks like it's not like craziness. No, it's not wild. No. It's just no, like it a just, little. They're like little this place, boardwalk kind of outside mall. Thing. Yeah. They're like, this place is infested with whores. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam's face as he gets out of the car is like, oh my god, like people are like openly drinking. People are holding margaritas. Yeah, people are holding margaritas at the outdoor seating of the restaurant. And and Dean, like, I mean, they're yeah, they're both looking around like, wow, no. wow, look at all these people they're in like, like I, I thought you were this was like some boarded up town, and Sam's like, it was at least it's supposed to be. And look like, at all these people in summery clothes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, it's just summer. It like, literally just doing? like Provincetown in summer. Like, and then, but Dean's like, like less gay. <laughs> yeah. Dean's like, what are you waiting for? Like, let's do some research. They walk past a car with a woman sitting in the back seat, the door open, and she beckons to Dean with her finger like, come here. It's but there, it's, it's really awkward. But it's just Dean, like, Dean kind of, they walk by and he walks backwards and looks at her and he's like, <laughs> me, 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 okay, <laughs> me, me, me. I couldn't uh, stop laughing and at then, um, the way that her finger was like, just, it's, it's cartoonish. It is cartoonish. It's, it's very like, who does that? I, I don't have know never how to describe s- that motion, like looping, like, yeah. it's, it's very the, exaggerated. Come yeah. hither. And Sam pulls him away. As uh, Dean smiles and uh, and Sam pulls him away, and he does kind of like a sorry, we're sorry. like, like oh, we're, we're, not, we're not interested. I'm sorry. Sorry, he's a new puppy. <laughs> and we see Trotters the exterior and people walking with drinks in their Sam, hands. You know the way that they could have done like this is a sleazy town is the way that what's it called the Christmas movie did it. It's a wonderful, wonderful life. life. They could have done it the way It's a Wonderful Life did it. Is there a part in It's a Wonderful Life where there's a sleazy? Well, it's or like the alternate future. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess. like Because that's... I don't really remember much about that movie. That's the town where... Yeah, everything's pretty bad. It's it's mostly... So I think it's supposed to be just like... Wild and fun! Oh, like, wow, everyone's wearing... Like Vegas, from, except yes. a small town. Small town in the small Midwest. Small town Vegas. 
<laughs> Midwest Vegas. Yep. Yeah. And it's like once we get into the bar, it's much the same as what we saw outside, except a little more concentrated. And it's like yeah. it's like all oh, this den of iniquity. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're it's they're just, just walking through. There, we go into the interior. Crocodile alligator. We are in a crowded bar. People are pushing past people. Boys are uh, people are pushing past the boys. We see Richie. He's wearing like a Hawaiian bowling shirt. <laughs> Yep. It's like peach colored, like solid, like peach color, like thick stripes, like color block, but with like some kind of like embroidered that's embossed. This, this type of shirt has a name and I can never remember. I don't know what it's, it's It starts with a G, I think. It's like the Cuban barber shirt. Yes. It's it's kind of, it's boxier than a regular yes. Hawaiian shirt. It's a little bit longer. And there's, it's not like floral like no, that. It's, it's got, it's kind of color blocked. Yeah. But like peach and lighter pink. Yeah. And Dean says, like, hey, you bring in satin back. And he's like, uh, Thai Silk, Canal Street, costs $300 for most people. But like, for me, forget about it. And Sam is like, how much is forget about it? <laughs> and he's like, forget about it. Like, don't ask. <laughs> like, 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 Sam. Sam. No. That's the point. And he points out Trotter. And he says that he sits there all night. You can't touch him. So Sam's like, what do we do? Did Trotter look at all familiar to you? Oh, yes. Because I saw Twin Peaks. <laughs> Okay. He was on Twin Peaks. Yeah. Who did he play on Twin Peaks? He was the general. Uh, he's always a general. He's a, that's the thing. <laughs> um, he looks like a general. That's the thing. Uh, and I think in like everything he's been in, he has been a higher ranking military officer. Yep. <laughs> he, that's just who he is. He's he's a, he, he is, you know, a, um not old, but like no. mi- middle age to older middle age. He's like stoic. Stoic bald man. Yeah. <laughs> Very serious. All, always. He was known for a long time. He was like the general guy on uh, Stargate SG One, right? But I think I think he was. I think he might have been in Transformers. Like he, like he's he's always yeah. like a military guy yeah. who's there to say no. He's <laughs> to, serious to people and to say no and to be like or like in Twin Peaks he gives like some mystical wisdom because <laughs> and he looks and it's like he's very like I'm an owl man. You know, like I, I am a wise owl mm-hmm. of a man, or or he's or he's there as a general to like say we're going to shoot the aliens, kind, yep, kind yep. of a very serious military man role yes. always. Yeah. So we see the <laughs> we see the general. We see the general Trotter, the general, and uh, Dean says that he's going to investigate with that bartender. And Richie's like, "Easy, me and her, we've got something planned for later." And Dean's like, "Yeah, right. What? Like this? You're look at you. Look, look at, at you. Look at her." Look, look at you. You're five foot six. Yep, yep. <laughs> Your hair is greasy. You are <laughs> wearing a fedora and whatever that shirt he's is. He's not wearing a fedora. Or no, fedora. he's not in this, right? Uh, no, he's wearing um, this, like, weird, this, you know, silk silk shirt. Silk shirt. And, um, and he goes, he just kind of stares at Dean and he's like, stings, don't it? I love his delivery on <laughs> it that. It's very good. It's so and funny. Dean's like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Bitch. Yeah, and then he's, he says he has to go to the bathroom. So, uh. He uses a he phrase. Goes, gotta hit the head. Uh, I'm gonna. Oh, shit, what does he say? He uses a phrase. I've heard, release the hostages. Yes, I've heard "hit the head" before. Right. I know that. that I know that that's a euphemism for bathroom. Yes. I never heard release, <laughs> yeah, release the, the hostages. hostages before. And Dean Sam like, okay, like, like this like, guy, like gross, gross. <laughs> this man is gross. And then as he walks away, Dean is like, no way he gets a girl like that. Look at her. Mm. And then he says, you could fit that ass on a nickel. What is that? I'm like to mean. Also, does that mean like it's so tight? Yeah. That, I guess so. It can. That it's. So dense. So dense. I don't know. Small? Small? Because it's like, that doesn't seem like, I mean, that, that, was that early 2000s, early, like early 2000s, that was like, we wanted to have like a very small ass. (laughs) Well, 
two yeah early mid two thousands everything was all boobs because that other I, woman yeah. they were staring at her fat ass I don't think so I, the, it the, was like the, a it was like oh she has a short skirt and like a tiny shelf <laughs> yeah no so it was like oh she has a tight ass early mid two thousands the style and like I mean this this went this went on for a little while yeah. the style like the you know feminine form. The thing you wanted was huge boobs, tiny body otherwise. Yeah. Like, like, like to the point of, in case, some cases, like skeletally small. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think right? he's saying. Like there is a, and I'm just think there's one example of a, um, of a movie around this time period, John Tucker Must Die, where, um, there's a scene where they're like trying to do like a little switcheroo with like someone's underwear or something. And he's like, or, like they put it in his locker or something. And he's like, he pulls out and he's like, I wouldn't have had these with this, like this, this wouldn't be the, a girl that I, I was with because they're mediums. I don't date fatties. And I'm like, oh, yeah. That's that attitude right yes. there. Yeah. Like, oh, it's her ass is so small it can fit on a nickel. Like, yeah. I want her to have big boobs and tiny everything else. A medium. Yeah, right? Yes. Right? Yeah, no, th- that was that, that was, was the, the attitude. that was the culture in the early 2000s. I mean, yeah, like in mid 2000s. And we're mediums, but yeah. right, but like no, that was the culture. And it was like, oh, wow. And that, and that anything when, anything bigger than small is fat. Yeah. And like you don't want to be fat. Yeah, yeah, that was the that was the entire culture. You want to be tiny. Media culture but, like, your was your boobs have to be giant, but you yes. want to be tiny. How do you do that? I know. No, no, no. You don't. You do that you do that with surgery. Because when you lose Wait. Yes, you do that with surgery. Yeah. So what you want to be is skeletally small and then have surgery to make your boobs huge. For, for that time, that was the ideal feminine form as far as media was concerned. Just big boobs be big, please. Just because they have to be. Just be big boobs. Just be big, big boobs. Because also around this time was that was those like I mean I don't know if they still do it do this as like the way Victoria's Secret markets their bras, oh. but around this time the the bombshell yes was huge. It it was uh, an extreme oh. push up bra. It was like yeah. the padding was like five inches thick. Basically, you weren't wearing a bra you were just wearing there was this little strip of fabric that covered your nipples but like everything else your boobs were just like sitting on top of the material yeah basically i totally tried one on as a joke and i'm like this is so dumb <laughs> like, yeah. why, why yeah. does this look this, so dumb it, like it looks it looks so it looks so dumb and there was like, no it support fit. It's it doesn't, not supportive it didn't work at all no at all no it, w- it was like it just looks so fake like yeah it didn't look even right. if you had boobs it was like this looks so fake like why is this attractive it's not and it, like it wasn't like like it wasn't at all support like it didn't fulfill the function of a bra no so that is the culture right here like man yeah i remember that time it was not a good time not a good time it was not a good time because that, that also movies. went with like I mean like you know like the low rise jeans and everything yeah and, and like to make those like work you had to be like you had so to have skinny. a bikini bridge where like yeah. your hip bones yeah like yeah and completely flat stomach yep 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 and like you turn around and there's like a tiny little shelf of mm-hmm. like tight ass <laughs> yeah the, because uh, people, fifteen years ago that's hello pants were. <laughs> they were all like bootcut or flare yeah and, uh, yeah that then, too really wide leg right at the bottom you wanted your feet to look big and you wanted your waist to, well, to be small it was to make your waist look even smaller yeah, yeah that's yeah. what that was for yeah that's would why you, that style was happening you wear your like thongs over them not over the pants <laughs> <laughs> Um, there, like the the whale yeah. tail thing, like there were there, it, it was like either the part of the style to have kind of the whale tail of your song, also kind of not, kind of like whoreish, yeah, kind of mainstream, but also kind of with a connotation around it, yeah, that like oh well, like you're obviously showing off your thong, so you're that kind of a person, 
which was a style. Which was a style, but it was also like. But then also, but it was like, oh, the guys like that, but then they don't. But like that they, they like it, but, but they don't want to make you think that they like it. Yeah, or, it was. It was very it's complicated. It was. It was very complicated. It was so complicated, and like I'm like, I just want jeans. No. Can, I, can I just buy pants, please? <laughs> and Old Navy's like, well, we're gonna call these ones the flirt, and these ones a sweetheart. I'm like, well, tell me about how they're gonna fit what, my body. What does that mean? <laughs> and these are the boyfriend, and these. The, are, and they don't even do that anymore. No, they don't. I don't even know what they are because I stopped buying. Women women's pants yep because it was too confusing yep they and they keep the changing it no they have boyfriend because that's that's not at that wasn't at that time really as much huh. as sweetheart flirt and diva were and then boyfriend came kind of at after that when everyone wanted a little bit more of a loose like relaxed fit a little bit more slouchy after uh you could fit that ass on our nickel we hear and see the priest from earlier go think so and dean is like <laughs> he's like sorry padre didn't think so <laughs> didn't think so didn't think so the priest is like i knew you boys would come here they all do. <laughs> and uh, Sam's like, no offense, but like, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? And the priest is like, well, like it or not, you go where your flock is. And the bartender turns around with a bottle of liquor and it's like, it pours some and it's like, plus the clergy drinks for free. The priest says like, and a certain bartender owes me a confession. And as she's pouring it, she's like, she's like, not in this lifetime, father. <laughs> and um, then he says, better see your butt on Sunday and stands up to leave and goes, and turns to Dean and says, like, nickel or no nickel. I'm like, what? What was that about? <laughs> what was that uh, he's, Like, he points to them and it's like, uh-huh, like, nickel or no nickel. They're like, father, you've been drinking too much. <laughs> 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 Let me walk you out. <laughs> yeah, father. Um, you need to ride home. What, like, like I, what that says, like, if I were like that with that situation, I'm like, I don't think he knows what that means. No, <laughs> I, I think. And the bartender asks what uh, she can get the boys and Dean says what's your specialty and she says that she makes a mean hurricane he's like let's see and Sam is like you drink hurricanes now and it was very like you drink purple nurples now <laughs> like what are you drinking what? Dean and, and he goes I do now <laughs> And we see a man wander in slowly. This man walks up to another man and he goes, <laughs> Hi, John. John. Joe looks exactly like the guy from Criminal Minds. <laughs> What's his name? I don't remember what the actor's name is. <laughs> but it's not But him. it's not him. <laughs> when I first saw it, I it's thought... Not it's not Matthew Gray Goobler. No, it's not no, him either. No, 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 no. no. But it's, um, the, the, the boss man. Tom, Thomas Gibson is our Criminal Minds man. Okay. He, he Yes, he plays Hodge, Hot, whatever. yeah. yeah. This actor is Todd Curran. Not, not the same man. The same man. Looks exactly like him. Is exactly not like is not him. It the wild. Yeah. So uh John asks, Is everything okay, Reggie? And Reggie's like, I don't know. I'm just not feeling myself today. But in like a in a weird kind of just depressed way. Yeah. Like He doesn't look good. He looks He looks sick. He yes. like, like like sweaty, sweaty. like feverish. Um, yeah. He doesn't look good. No. Tired of waking up sweaty. <laughs> Sam sees that Reggie is holding a gun, and he alerts Dean to it. And Reggie holds up the gun and shoots John in the head, and then aims the gun under his own chin. Dean tackles Reggie to the ground. Die! <laughs> <laughs> and Sam looks around for a second, like, is everybody looking? And he splashes some holy water on Reggie's face. Like, no! <laughs> 
What the hell are you doing, Yeah, man? Reggie's like, what are you doing? He slept with my wife. He's like, the bastard slept with my wife. So you shoot him in the fucking head? Like... Apparently. Yeah. So Sam is like, someone call 911. And I'm like, you don't do that. You no, tell us. I'm a person to call 911. I know. I was just about to say that. You say, bartender, you. And she she does. She picks up the phone to call 911. And but he's like, somebody call 911. Don't do that. Because then everybody... everyone's like, oh, somebody else will. Yeah. That's, that's how, how that, that happens. That's how it works. It's like, oh, like somebody call 911. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody do it. And nobody does it. What you if you're in that situation, what you do is you point, point to at someone, get their person. get their attention, like you, 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 you get on the phone and call nine one one. And then Sam makes eye contact with Trotter from across the bar. A little bit later, the police have cuffed Reggie and are marching him away. Sam and Dean are waiting for the scene to cool down. Sam's like, "There's too many cops here." I said, "We roll." And they're just trying to work out the case because, like, so this guy wasn't possessed. So, like, what's going on? Dean's like, "Maybe it's just a town full of scumbags." An older cop approaches them and asks them if they're ready for their mugshots, and they're both like, "Ah." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, photographer's gonna be here in a few, take your picture for the local paper. And um, Dean's like, it will be an honor, officer. What a thrill. So the, the officer walks away and Sam's like, yep, time to go. We can't get our pictures taken because of like the whole point that the FBI is on their trail. Yes. Yeah. Because they were on news outlets everywhere. Yep, they were. People. We have forgotten about that. <laughs> People have seen their faces. Yeah, yes. and then TV. they also then they also got their picture taken in the last episode at Bigerson's. Yeah, <laughs> so I feel like peop- people there's got to be some type of chance that someone that saw the news would see them and would know see that them, it's them and be or... like, oh my god, those were the guys that were on the news. Or that the police should know that these guys may are be fugitives, but like I don't know. Or they're like, whatever. It's it's been long. <laughs> like that guy kind of looks like that guy on TV. Yeah, a little. Uh, yeah, a little. <laughs> yeah, a little. <laughs> so then uh, Dean is like, wait, where's Richie? We we up until, up until this point, we still don't know. The lady bartender's name. No, we don't. Richie doesn't offer that information up either by introducing her or mm-hmm. asking or saying her name in, in dialogue. And the, fa- <laughs> the father doesn't. Nope. She doesn't introduce herself. But later on, when we learn her name, she, she is referring to her to the body. Yes. Not we, we, herself. We, 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 we never, we we never learn the demon's, demon's name. Right. So, um, so she appears in my notes just as bartender. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And so they, uh, we see Richie and the bartender get out of a car at, like, outside a house at night. And he's like, how's a bartender afford a place like this? Again, like, not saying her name. She says that her parents left it to her, that she doesn't come out here much, only when she wants to be alone. So she leads him down the catacombs. Well, I don't know, because it looks like they enter through an external door, not from, like, an interior house door. So I don't know. I'm confused by the layout of this house. Yes. It It looks like a normal house, but we don't see, like, the interior of the house itself. We only see them come through a door from the inside of a set from the cask of Amontillado. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Or I, they, Gal- they're going down into Galavan. <laughs> secret. Secret. Hush. 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 Secret. Going down into the dungeon. Yeah. The catacombs. Yeah. Wine cellar of interesting torture chamber design. Yeah, with like sconces. Yeah. And like She's like, let me put like, bricks around you. And he's like, oh, that's 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 horny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like like the the house outside, it looks like a like, normal kind of house. Like, well, like, I mean it's it's got it's, it's like nice. a, a mansion y yeah. house. Like there's like a statue out yeah, front. Yeah. Like, like it's it, it's <laughs> you know, ivy covered stone. Yeah. But it's not like 
medieval torture chamber. <laughs> it doesn't look like it's, it does on the inside. Uh, the, this is a, it's an interesting design choice, whoever built this house. Yep. So they're, they're walking down these stairs in the creepy catacombs, and Reggie is like, well, this is charming. Nice. This is nice. He asks if she wouldn't be more comfortable in, like, his motel room. <laughs> He's like, not for nothing, I got oils. Mm. I'm like, oh. yeah. like, you're not just a greasy man, you're a greasy man. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and she's and she like breezes right past him and is like, yeah, but I have toys. And he's um, like, oh yeah, uh, toys, Trump oils every time. <laughs> like, he's like, like yeah, 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 fair enough, fair enough. She starts lighting candles and Richie asks if she gets scared down here by herself, and she says, of course not, and turns around and she's like, not when I've got a hunter to protect me. He's like, like oh shit. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> she blinks and her eyes go all black and she blows out the candle. <laughs> uh, Richie reaches for his ankle to like grab a knife and he doesn't get a stab in it at all. He, she just grabs him and like holds his arm back and then. And like he's like, ah! And then he's like, my back! Ow, my back! Golf! Ow, my back! <laughs> and it's it's kind of weird. It's we can't really see what, what grapple she has. No. She has a grapple, but, but like, like like whatever she's doing to him appears painful. Yeah, yep, yep. But it just but she's also just kind of like holding with like one hand, just holding it with one hand, and he's like, oh. she's got him in a grapple, and then like twists his head, breaks his neck, twists his head all the way around, like. 180. Well, that would be what? That'd be halfway, halfway around. around. <laughs> <laughs> like halfway around. So all the way to halfway. All the way to halfway. Uh, breaks his neck. Amazing backwards. And then we go to commercial. So Dean is typing on his phone, sitting with a burger in front of him at the bar. Sam gets two beers and goes to the table. And Sam's like, "You realize you have a burger in front of you." And uh, Dean is just pre- preoccupied. He's like, "Richard's going to get himself in trouble." And Sam is like, you know, you're assuming that he's missing. Maybe he just bailed. And Dean's like, he's a moron. Like, he's, like, sweet, but he's he's no coward. And he's like, I gotta find him. And Sam says he's gonna go trail Trotter because he looked at him funny last night. Yeah, and this is and what like, we're, we're, we're setting something up. Just, just Trotter was just, Trotter was staring at in the general direction of Sam. Right. Could have been. He, and he's a very stern-looking man. Yep. If he looks at you, you're like, ooh, ooh. did I do something bad? <laughs> like, did I, does he know? <laughs> the the army's coming. The army's coming for me. <laughs> He's already called them in. So we see Bobby with the Colt. This section is weirdly, like, high resolution. It was, like, super high quality for some reason. I feel like, uh, yeah. It was weird, like, because they were, because like it was, like, outside. It was, like, daytime, and it wasn't through a weird filter. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, did, it didn't feel as grainy. It yeah. Felt, I was like, I felt like... It felt like, clear. Yeah, I'm like, how really, we're seeing this clearly for the first time. I felt, it felt really clear, and I was like, whoa, what camera are they using? At some point, well, because I don't... I, I have to look. I'm not sure where this where the change is. Is at the beginning of the show at least they're they're using film, right? And I start going digital, and then at some point they switch to digital. Hmm. And I think that was a mistake. Wow. Because it ends up looking like it, I mean it starts looking like like the modern CW shows, right? Which are like just like hyper clear. Yeah. And I it's it's supernatural needs that grittiness yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That, that you can that, only get with the real film. 
But that's part of the, the, the charm of Supernatural. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that sometimes it's so dark it you can't... Up, you're like, I have no idea what's I going on. There's a lot of noise, but it's all just shadows. <laughs> <laughs> like, I see a couple shades of black, and I don't know what's going on here, but they're moving around. <laughs> it's supposed to be scary, but I can't be scared Ooh, if I just can't, I can't see anything. <laughs> so Bobby is shooting at, like, a sandbag target, and he keeps, like, missing or the target... Um, like hits the sandbag but misses the center of the target and uh, then files down like the um, the sight right is that where that is I'm not or sure what he's making some kind of an adjustment adjustment on the gun and tries to shoot again and misses and files it down and then he keeps like looking down to file it down and looking up shooting like filing it down looking up and then he sees and hears uh, Ruby go cute piece uh, she's and she's there and uh, she's like you know won't kill a demon though he was like how would you know she's like oh I don't know and flicks her eyes to black and then back and she's like an educated guess and then Bobby's like well ain't I lucky I got a test subject for my gun and she's like oh by all means like take your best shot and he just kind of he's standing there like watching it for a second and she's like taunting him and it's like well you know are you just gonna stand there or are you gonna shoot me and Bobby shoots her in the chest. And for yeah. a second, I was like, this feels a little uncharacteristic of Bobby. And... To want to, like, to to impulsively shoot the person when he doesn't know whether it's going to kill the demon or not, knowing it probably won't because it's not magic anymore. And it's like, well, it won't, like, I may as well try, but it's, it's going to hurt the body, you know? And, like, he was so concerned about that when they were, like, exercising Meg. yeah. It was very like, well, well, fine, I'll shoot you. And she's like, come on, shoot me. He's like, bam. And like that yeah. felt a little weird for him. And and what this has guaranteed is uh, like, what I, we don't know what has happened to this body up until this point, right? But now she's dead. But, but now she's p- pretty much dead. Yeah. So Ruby's like, ouch, that smarts a little. He's like, what do you want? She says, peace on earth, a new shirt, and then says, like, do you want me to help you with that gun or not? So we're back in the bar. We assume this is like one of the back offices of the bar. Okay, I was like, we're in a hallway. <laughs> yeah, we are in an o- we are in some kind of yeah. weird office. Uh, this, I, I don't so- know. I didn't I know we assuming, were in a bar. I I don't know. This feels very Resident Evil. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. We, we don't know for sure this is the bar. I was assuming this is like the back office. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I, I was like, we're in a building. I, d- I don't, we I don't know what building we're in. It's, uh, it's Trotter's office. Yeah. Uh, a hallway out, outside his office. I was assuming it's like, it's you know, the back offices of this building. This is uh, a multi-story building. Right. I was assuming this is an office for that. I don't know. Sam said he was going to going to tail Trotter. Yeah. So that wherever he is, he's in an office down a hallway and Sam gets a phone call and answers it. This isn't a good time. Um, and uh, it's Dean who is driving and talking on the phone. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. Mm-hmm. Dean's like, are you okay? And yeah, he's like, I-, I can't talk right now. Yeah, just meet me at the bar in like 20 minutes, okay? And then... Uh, the like the muscle walks from Trotter's office down the hall, and <laughs> uh, then Sam is gone. So we're in the bar. A woman with giant boobs <laughs> and a like cherry on the end of a stick or a lollipop. I think it's a cherry, cherry on the end of a like a skewer. Like yeah, a, on the like end a, of a toothpick. Like, yeah, like one of the fancy one of the fancy toothpicks. Yeah. So this woman it goes up to Dean and she says, "I gotta tell you, every woman in this place likes you." And uh, Dean is like, "Anybody could have tackled that guy, prevented mass murder, been a hero." Then she says, "Normally, I charge four hundred a night," and then leans in and whispers in his ear. 
let's call it an even deuce and get out of here. And he kind of pulls away and like she pulls away like I've I've succeeded in my task, you know, and uh, and he's like, what do I look like? And she's like, if leans on the bar, she's like, what do I look like? Cheapskate and leaves. <laughs> and the bartender is like, did I just see you strike out with a prostitute? How does that work? He says like, I just told her I had a thing for the bartender, like trying to be cute. And, uh, and she's like, well, who says she's available? And Dean is like, you know, you got something going with this guy, like about yay tall, wears a sweatsuit, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like fedora, yeah. uh, chain, uh, just a greasy just little, like, little rat man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and she's like, who? It's like, oh, okay. And he's like, you no, uh, my, my, <laughs> my mistake. And he asks her to get a drink after her shift. And she says, like, why wait? Let's go right now. We see uh, Dean and this bartender walk out as a man bartender watches them. Yeah, he ma- he's, like, cleaning glasses and putting them away and, like, makes no... Like what bartenders do, you know? Yeah, you <laughs> in know, TV, you know, you know, clean you know they clean glasses and put them away. <laughs> you know the thing they do where they clean the glass <laughs> and, and they hang them away. sometimes go... <laughs> <laughs> if we're in the Old West, they do that. <laughs> and to this orange, orange Shrek. Yeah, if we're yeah. in Old West or Shrek, you know. You know, the two the the two other places you find bars. <laughs> <laughs> There's the real world, the Old West and Shrek. Right. <laughs> Those are your only three bartenders. <laughs> we're back with Trotter and his muscle, they leave his office and go around the corner. Sam comes around the other corner and goes into the office. It's unlocked? Like, as if, because they're just coming right back? Like, is that the thing? And they're like, we're going down the hall, and we're going down the hall, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to come back. <laughs> like, I don't know, maybe he's just running to the bathroom. Right? But, like, this muscle came with him, and it's like, well, yeah, he just can't, he can't they, go they to the bathroom pee. alone. Right? So right. gotta pee in groups. You need, yeah. you need a buddy. Yeah. Buddy system. Yeah. The door is unlocked. Sam goes in and rifles through some like papers on desks, some drawers. He gets a like a set of keys, and the muscle guy comes back in with a punch. And Sam dodges him, and Sam beats the shit out of this guy. He like you know like swings his like uh, shirt like over his head, or <laughs> like knees him in the groin a couple times, and doubles him over, knees him a couple times, and yeah. like yeah, he's the, a big guy this, too. The, this muscle. I mean, this this is muscle for, like, your average, you know, person who might be trying to steal money from a safe or, mm-hmm. like, your, you know, your average troublemaker at a bar. This is not muscle who is prepared for someone out of the John Winchester paramilitary school. No. Yeah. Which, it's great to see Sam getting his hand-to-hand fighting skills back because we've seen him not have those a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. Where they've just, like, gotten tossed around. Right. I mean, in that Changeling episode. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what that was, but they were just kind of, like, letting themselves get thrown around the room. Yeah. Uh, then we see Trotter put a gun to Sam's head and says, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Sam's like, I think you know. And Trotter's like, I'm calling the cops. He's like, and he's like the, the cops? The cops. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, breaking and entering, assault, you're in a lot of trouble. And Sam's like, oh. He's like, oh, I could probably explain that. <laughs> he twists real fast and gets the gun away from Trotter. And Sam's like, all right, back up. He aims the gun and Trotter's like, money's in the safe. Take it and go. Sam's like, I don't want your money. I just got to be sure. And he takes out the little flask of holy water and he splashes holy water on them. Oh my god, what the hell, man? Trotter's like, what kind of psycho are you? And Sam is like, oh god. Oh my god. 
I'm sorry. I, this must be like a misunderstanding. <laughs> um, he's like, how about I just leave? And he empties. He's like, I, yeah, he takes the bullets out of the gun. He's like, I'll, I'll take these off. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'm leave the gun. He's like, I'll leave, I'll leave this uh, for, for you and uh, <laughs> have a nice day. <laughs> and just like, what? And he walks hell? away. And he, the, he, he walks out. So there's a hall, the hall leads directly away from the door and then meets a hall that is perpendicular to it and we see him coming away from the office down the hall and like the face he looks he's making is the I did not nail that social interaction that was a bad one yep and they like they don't follow him or anything no, no they just stare after him they're like, just like that is the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me <laughs> and he got splashed with water by a guy holding a gun and was he would, like took out the bullets left the gun and was like sorry <laughs> like that was the weirdest interaction ever cringing as he walks out he's just his, full body his, cringe. His, his, he does the whole full body cringe, and it's just like Ooh. that was a failed social interaction. Yikes! It's like I like just the I fully realized that. Just ooh, that was a bad one. Uh, so we see a car outside. We see Dean and the bartender go in uh, to like the mansion house. Go yep. downstairs again. We don't, we so don't like see the, the interior the of how we do that. It's just the exterior of the house building, and now we're back on the set of Cask of Monte. And Dean jokes, he's like, looks like it's a maid's day off. <laughs> he's like, everything okay? And she, like, turns around to face him, like, takes her jacket off and body rolls into a kiss and uh, walks. She walks and, like, turns on a light. And then from behind her, we hear Dean say, like, Richie was a friend of mine. And she turns to face him. He says, uh, when I realized I could track his phone, I swung by earlier to give him a proper burial. Uh, he says, it's better than rotting in some skank's basement. I'm like, oh, okay. Great. She runs and lunges and jumps at him, but gets kind of yanked and thrown backwards by, like, some invisible force. Like, pull it, like, pull, a, like, like a leash like, pulled up yeah, short. yanked. And uh, Dean lifts up the rug that she's standing on to show a devil's trap. They really use this a lot. <laughs> I feel like it's something that they're going to be using this forever. Is, this is forever. <laughs> yeah. it's, it is a skill they learned how to do, and now they're like, I'm going to use it whenever they can. <laughs> and, now, and now it's like, perfect. Demon prison. Mm -hmm. He's like, you're going back to hell. And pulls out a book. And she's like, I don't think so. Didn't think so. This is not the journal. Usually they read exorcisms from the journal. Yeah. This is some it's other book of... Book. It's a book of exorcisms? I yeah. don't know. Yeah. A um, how-to guide on exorcism for dummies? Yeah. yeah no, it's like, it's like... It's like... It looks like one of those really flex, flexy leather cover Bibles. Yeah. The the really floppy ones. Mm -hmm. He like opens to like a random page and starts speaking fake Latin. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's like... Uh, it's Escapo. <laughs> no, I mean, he's saying... Spiritus Mundi. Something, something, something. And she closes her eyes, and a wind starts blowing. The pages of the book start tearing out and blowing Why away. Why doesn't he just hold it tighter? He just kind of stands there holding only the cover and letting all the pages fly out. He just yeah. stands there. And, and, it's, and it's a cool practical yeah. effect, right? I liked it very much. But then the book flies out of his hands. He's like, oh no. And we see the hallway, like the tunnel caves in and she smiles and he's like what are you laughing at bitch you're trapped bitch. And, and she's like so are you bitch bitch <laughs> so we're you know 
still in the basement. Dean has lit some candles and is investigating the cave-in. And he and the bartending demon have a little snappy back and forth. Like, she's, you know, taunting him about, because he still wants to do the exorcism. He starts speaking Latin and falters. And she's like, having a little trouble there, sport. And he's like, <clears throat> starts speaking Latin again, but and, and trails off, because he doesn't know what the Latin is. He can't remember. He doesn't remember the Latin. And he says, Spiritus Immundi Undulara Persona Tote, which I don't think is pronounced correctly. Yeah. Because I'm not sure. Spiritus Immundi means spirit. It's like spirit undefiled. I'm not sure about Undulara Persona Tote. I don't think that's that's right. Yeah. I know Dolor is pain. Yeah. Beyond that. So Dean is like, uh, I got something coming for me, though. Like, and he did pay attention in Latin class. <laughs> so the bartender is like, oh, like everyone says that Sam is the brains of the outfit, though. And Dean's like, everyone? She's like, yeah, like, you guys are famous. And Dean is like, you know, I'll, I'll let Sam know when he gets here. She she makes a of the time reference. She's, she's Oh, yeah. She's yeah. like, not Lohan famous. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my god. That is so... That's like it's such of the, a, time. of the time. It's of the time. Yep, yep. Now it would probably be like Kardashian famous. So, I mean, so obviously you know who who Lindsay Lohan yeah. is. Is this a reference that would, would connect with your peers? <laughs> Do you think? If they heard this line, would they be like, yeah. Or they'd be like, what? <laughs> they'd be no, like, I mean, oh, I remember that Lindsay Lohan was in The Parent Trap, and I maybe watched that when I was little. But they'd like, be like, I remember Lindsay Lohan from being in all of these different movies from the early 2000s. Yeah, because she was in Mean Girls. That was like the big thing. Mm-hmm. Mean Girls, Parent Trap, a whole bunch of stuff. Freaky Friday. Uh, Freaky Friday. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who that would be now. Maybe Zendaya? Yeah, that'd be a good one. Mm-hmm. That would be a good one. Although Zendaya hasn't had the same sort of meltdown that... Uh, no. no. And that's great. The, yeah, <laughs> like, we don't... That's better. We don't so need that. And we don't need that, and we don't need the kind of media scrutiny no. that leads to that. Nope. nope. So, the bartender is like, oh, well, if Sam gets here first, like, you'll y'all tell him, um, but you thought I was flying solo. She's like, we'll have to wait and see who shows up first. The cavalry or the Indians. I'm like, oh, great. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be the uh, sex worker lady. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. oh. Because of the way that she was eyeing Sam when he leaves. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. When when she says that, you know, she, that she has a partner she's working with and like, oh, we'll, we'll just have to see who gets here. Dean turns away from the um, the, the wall he was investigating and kind of like does like a like his like intimidating angry look and walk towards her and <laughs> she and she calls him out on it specifically she says you can give me hard eyes all you want yeah <laughs> he's like i'm doing the intimidating dean look Ooh, and, she, yeah, and she's like, and, yeah and she's like no it's <laughs> not gonna work on me stop that <laughs> so in our next scene sam is at the bar waiting for dean and our sex worker is making eyes at him and he's like hey <laughs> and and uh, she's like, you look kind of tense. I know a surefire way to relax. And he's like, maybe later. <laughs> and he gets the man bartender's attention. And he's like, so you know the guy I was with last night? We sat right here. Uh, the man bartender's like, ah, the big hero who jumped on Reggie. And Sam's like, yeah, big, big fucking hero. Like, all right. Um, yeah, have you seen him today? And he's like, depends. He needs a bribe to and, remember. Yeah, that, that Sam's like, depends on, oh my God. God, does everyone in this town have their hand out? And um, he pays the man, and uh, he's like, he left with Casey about an hour ago. 
And the audience is like, who's Casey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Did he or is this man lying? Who's Casey? He needs another bribe in order to give up a co-worker's address. Yeah. And Sam's like, where? He does say, like, her place for Bible study. And um, and Sam's like, address. Tell me where they are. And he's like, I'm not going to give you a co-worker's address. And then he hands him money. He's like, corner of Piermont and Clinton. Like, <laughs> have, and he tells him to have fun. Like, yeah. thank you. Like, he's like, you're going to go watch them have sex. Ya perv. Ya perv. Like, have fun, ya perv. So, back in the basement, Dean is trying to get cell service from this, like, graded skylight window thing. Yeah, he, like, puts a barrel down and stands on top of it and, like, puts his phone out the little, like, like near the bars, like, on this window or whatever. And Remember when that was a thing? Yeah. We used to have to Just do? holding things up and being like, where, where is it? Did that ever help? No, it didn't. <laughs> like, just waving your was phone this, around in the air, was, like... Was this a thing, like, people, like, it was like, well, we know that the phone messages travel through the air, so if we yeah. hold it up higher, maybe that'll help? Yeah. It's mean, closer it to the satellite. Did it, did it help? You still sometimes have to do that when there's no Wi-Fi. And I don't know if it works, though. I don't I think don't, it doesn't really work no. that way. If there's no Wi-Fi and you're in a secluded area where there's no bars, you have to run around and be like, where are the signals? Well, you see, you say you have to. This is the thing I'm asking. I right, don't do you think it works. I don't think it makes well, a difference. The bartender is like, uh, why don't you relax? And Dean's like, kiss my ass. And um, she's like, you know, we don't have any effect on this. Like, let's be civil. And Dean's like, killing Richie was civil. He was harmless. And she's like, that knife he pulled on me, not so harmless. And he's like, what? <laughs> and then, uh, that, that wouldn't hurt you. You're, like, you're like, a demon. Don't you know this? You should know this. You're a demon. And um, she's like, no, but it would damage this body. And Casey has such a fine body. I wouldn't want to see it ripped. And this is fascinating. This is a new perspective for a demon. We've never seen a demon behave like that. No. And Dean even said, he's like, a demon with a heart. And she's like, well, I didn't pull any triggers. You know, um, and he's like, you had something. And she says, like, that all she did was have lunch with Trotter and all she did was point out where the money could be made. And he built it, and they came. And these supposedly God-fearing people got all up in booze and sex and gambling and all of that. And she says that all you have to do is nudge humans, and they'll walk right into hell with big smiles on their faces. Um, she says that humans are corrupt and weak, that demons are have a stronger will, and that that's why they'll win. So this, yes, different perspective, different behavior from this demon. Even the seven deadly sins demons yeah. behaved like the grunt demons That's we've seen. Demons. Even Meg, who was a cut above the others, yeah. mm-hmm. um, she at least had some forward thinking. I know, like, we can't, like, the seven deadly sins, which were supposed to be yeah. so big and bad. So big and bad, worse than anything they'd seen so far. Uh, Meg was way worse. Yeah. yeah. they And they've dealt with Meg a couple times. Meg was way worse. Meg had a brain. The Seven Deadly Sins, other than their names or, like, job descriptions, yeah. seemed to just be filled by regular grunt demons, which 
if they had done like the arc like we were talking about like spread it out over the season this episode could have worked with that mm-hmm. and not that much would have had to change yeah this could have been the greed episode yeah for sure Casey could have been greed mm-hmm. like nothing else would have had to change I mean and like really like all like if you if her 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 partner here if we did greed and lust in the same episode yeah yeah like nothing else about the episode would have had to change yeah it's funny to have lust as a priest though yeah it would really funny. Funny. there could have been some like some really interesting things happen. Like, it could have been interesting. It could have been interesting. <laughs> we see Sam knock on a door, and it just kind of opens as he's knocking on it. And he walks through, walks through a messy living room, and sees, like, a picture with Casey and some guy in some it. Some guy. Some guy. And, like, pushes the picture over on its front, like, ooh, don't need to see that. <laughs> Why? 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 Yeah. What are you doing? So that the audience can see behind the picture frame is a little uh, dusting of yellowish powder. And he puts his finger right in it, and it puts it up to his nose, and he's like, and licks it. Yep. No. no. He's like, mm, sulfur. Right. Yeah. Right. It puts it right up to his nose, and he's like, sulfur. <laughs> <laughs> so back in the basement, Dean and the bartender are still chatting. A little less heightened hostility. <laughs> yeah. They're talking about like de- how, you know, she just said like demons are going to win. And he's like, so demons, uh, I thought the meek shall inherit the earth. And she's like, that's in the Bible. But that's only like a book. You you get that right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, not everyone would agree with you. And she's like, because of like God and shit? Like, do you believe in God? And he's like, I don't know. I'd like to. We get, there's a little, there's some jacking choices happening here. Mm-hmm. There is a, he is being kind of, he's, he's, he's not having many walls right now. Yeah. He's, he's being a little vulnerable, vulnerable. Mm-hmm. because up to, up till this point, And like through that, the whole church episode where Dean was, you know, talking about how he doesn't believe any, any of that stuff and, and whatever, he's admitting to a demon that he would like to believe in in God. He would like to be able to draw that that kind of comfort the way uh, the way Sam does. Mm-hmm. And our our bartending demon, you know, goes back in with a pretty typical you know railing against God. The you know he's not doing such a great job. You know, genocide and you know all the horrible stuff in the world, and it's only getting worse. They hear they hear a sound from mm-hmm. outside, and Dean jumps up to see if it's Sam, and she says, "Don't be hopeful, Dean." You're not delivered. Yeah, it's only the wind. That's it's just that's. I like that line. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really like that line. I liked this whole conversation that they had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like their their whole conversation that, that they continue to have mm-hmm. over this episode. I like that line specifically for thematic reasons. Mm-hmm. Okay. That I can't like super get into because of spoilers, but I I like that line. So our next scene, we're in uh, Trotter's bar, which you'd think Trotter would have. Said Sam can't said, go in there. Said, or- <laughs> yeah. Trotter would have said something like, hey, if this guy shows up again, don't let him in. Yeah. He's crazy. He's crazy. Sam is on the phone with Bobby's voicemail and leaves a message. He says, like, I found sulfur. Now I can't find Dean. Call me when you get this. So he goes up to the man bartender and Sam is like, uh, they weren't there. <laughs> And the bartender's like, oh, too bad. Uh, here, he's like, here, relax with a drink and pours a shot. And Sam's like, I, I don't want to. Uh, what is it with everyone in the town? And the bartender's like, sue yourself, princess, and takes the shot himself. Sam sees the priest and goes over to him. And he's like, can I talk to you? This is going to be a rough day for Sam, who finds comfort in the church. Yep. Yeah. G- going, to, going to trust a priest. Right, a trusted figure. Mm-hmm. Back in the basement, Dean is a little bit more agitated. He's sort of circling the room. But still 
chatting with the bartender. Uh, talking about the Bible and God and everything. And Dean's like, you have a God? Like, and uh, she's like, you know, you think humans have a, the exclusive one, like a higher power? And she's like, yeah, sure, Lucifer. And Dean's like, the devil? <laughs> Um, and she's like, your word, not ours. She's like, it, it means light bringer. Look it up. Mm-hmm. She's like, once he was the most beautiful of God's angels, and God demanded that he bow down before man. And when he refused, God banished him. And this is our first, like, yeah. lore of yeah. a religious was... variety. Like, yeah. It, it, well, we did have some in Houses of the Holy. We, a little bit. We, uh, we talked about, we learned about angels. Yes. Yeah. As a theory. Yes. No actual evidence of them. And the Archangel Michael was, was mentioned and, and pictured there. Yeah. But yeah, as far as like lore, <laughs> as it play, like plays in this world, yes. And this is the first, I think, like mention of Lucifer as mm-hmm. a, mm-hmm. as a powerful figure yeah. potentially in this world. Dean's like, Lucifer's real. She's like, no one's seen him, you know, but they say that he made us into what we are and that he'll return. Kind of like Jesus. Yeah. 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 No, he's sort of a savior figure-ish for the, for demons, at least here. She does do. (laughs) So when she says, um, you know, he was, uh, refused to bow down before man and was banished. So she, you know, she she says this bit of lore and and then she does like, so tell me, Dean, (laughs) how do you like bowing down before lesser creatures? Like she does the, the, so tell me, well, (laughs) this is, I'm just like, wow. Okay. We're talking about Lucifer. Yeah. And she's like, I have faith uh, in Lucifer. And she's like, are we really so different? And Dean's like, demons are evil. (laughs) And uh, then she said, she's like, humans aren't uh, Dick Cheney. I'm like, this like, is a stance we're taking. This is okay. I mean, he. I don't think he has ever been. I don't think Dick he's Cheney ever been likable. Has yeah. ever been likable by anybody. No. I think he's a pretty easily targetable figure. Yeah. Okay. So this oh, is no. interesting. This is interesting. And this would be an of the time reference because yep. it is in the Bush era. Yep. He was frequently in the news. Yeah. <laughs> For being a little puppet master. For being a little puppet master and for, like, shooting people. Yeah, right? So, do you know who Dick Cheney is? This? Wow. That's interesting. I mean, not that I know, like, much about him. I just, like, you know, I know of him. Is he still alive? He was was, was was old. He was ancient when, I mean, he looked ancient. I mean, like, who who knows? Being evil ages you. (laughs) Oh, my God, he's still alive. (sighs) He's he's not as old as I, he's 81. What? What? He's only in his like seventies, like late sixties, um, early seventies. Minus fifteen. We'll put him at sixty-six. Oh what? God. He looked ancient. So when this so when this this when this episode aired, Dick Cheney was sixty-six. He looked three hundred. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like he's always looked three hundred. Yeah, came out that way. <laughs> <laughs> Being evil ages a person, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the he's the former vice president, okay. George Bush's vice president. Okay. And is generally acknowledged as being like the power behind the throne. Because Bush was just an idiot. <laughs> and continues to be. Yeah. To see oh. the speech he just made. That idiot. He wasn't, <laughs> was he wasn't worse years. than Trump though, was he? It, it, no, but in a different way. Different way. He was he started two wars. <laughs> And he, and he and and just in a speech just the other day was like, oh yeah, I'm a war criminal. I was like, like uh, yeah, just like oh, oh, whoopsie. <laughs> that was a whoopsie. But so yeah, definitely they are they are taking a stance. But I think even back then, I think he's not a popular figure. Right. So it was an easy stance to take. Yeah. Dean is like, uh, he's like, speaking of hell. Yeah. He he like rounds a corner, right? And he's like, yeah, he rounds a corner. 
and does this kind of like like kind of like casual like one shoulder lean on it but like he's going for casual not that casual he's like play acting I'm being the most casual man yeah. in the world but I have a question to ask what's that hell like and, when, and when he does that like like he does the casual lean his shoulders kind of come in mm-hmm. and yeah. he makes himself smaller it's good acting choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got so we got some good acting. We got some good physical acting. It's like what's uh what's it like down there? She's like, yeah, you booked a one way ticket with that deal, didn't you? Uh, and he gives kind of a sad smile. And she's like, you're not gonna like it. And judging by the trouble that you've caused, like I don't think you're gonna get the presidential suite. And he sort of drifts from sad smile to sort of s- stare into the middle distance. She says it's a pit of despair. The pit of despair. Don't even think. <coughs> Don't even think about trying to escape. <laughs> um, and she asks, like, why do you think we want to come here? So we're in the bar with Sam and the priest. And Sam is like, so you know Casey? And he's like, so she was in pigtails. Sam is like, well, she and my brother left tonight together. And the priest is like, not that I approve, but they're consenting adults. Like, what? <laughs> he's, he's like, like a little kid telling yeah, on them or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. My like, brother's gonna have sex with like, that girl over there. You do like, something about it. It's icky. It's <laughs> icky. I don't like thinking about it. And like, oh, Sam, you don't have to think about it. Just no, let no. them do their adults. They're, they're grown-ups. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, he's like kind of like calmly like, now Sam, they are grown-ups. <laughs> he's trying to be like, you're a priest. It's premarital sex. Uh, it's not allowed. Oh, right? You, yeah, like, you, you, God you, like, says this is wrong, isn't you it? You can stop him, right? You're yeah. allowed to stop him because you're a priest. <laughs> <laughs> you can stop in the middle, right? You can, you can, you can you break in and you, you say, get leave, leave room for Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and walk in between them and say, oh, no. Nope. 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 Mm-mm. God nope. shall be here. <laughs> uh, father's like, brother, I thought you guys were insurance investigators. And so like, right, it's, <laughs> right, it's family business, right. you know. So Sam expresses his worry that they might be in trouble and asks if the priest, you know, knows anywhere that Casey might potentially go. And he's, he's like, I'll get my jacket. <laughs> and, and Sam's like, no, 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 you do not have to come. He's like, I can do this alone. And um, the priest is like, well, if Casey's in trouble, then I'm coming. And Sam's like, he doesn't protest any further. Nope. Like, well, I like, guess you're coming. And in Sam's mind, he's taking a civilian priest with him. To a, to, to demon. a demon to a demon fight. I mean, the priest can help exercise, right? Maybe. It would be like it would be like, hey, you got some holy water on you, <laughs> but but like you maybe, must, right? But maybe, yeah. but like He's got a rosary. Your, your average civilian priest. I don't I, like. I don't know about your average. How your average civilian priest would interact with real supernatural. I'm- Sam is Sam is completely comfortable bringing a civilian with him, like 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 past like baseline protest. Yeah, and uh, his the father's back is turned to to Sam, and he puts on his jacket, and his eyes go black, and it's like oh, oh. there we go, oh, there oh. it. And he's oh. like, shall we go? Was this at all surprising to no. you? No, I could just kind of tell by the way that he was acting. You know? There's something in his eyes. I feel like that was like, you're not a priest. Yeah. I don't know. There there was something like just 
off. Yeah, just off enough that yeah. I was like, yeah, sure. I think he plays. He played a, it well. Yeah, I like, think he plays the actor playing the yes. demon playing the priest. Yes, I think the demon playing the priest was doing a really good job playing a priest. Yes, and the actor playing the demon playing the priest doing was a good, doing a good job. job. We're uh, we're with Casey and Dean. They're having now. They've calmed down. They're having like a little sit and chat. Yeah, she's like, you know, the others. Like, she's like, you're okay, Dean. Like, the others don't say so, but you're actually kind of likable. She says that, like, the deal that he made, others might mock him for it, but she doesn't think that it was weak or stupid. And he says that it's been kind of liberating, actually. Having no future means nothing to worry about. And she's like, a year left, though. You're not scared? Not even a little? And he's... (laughs) He says, nah. Nah. Of course not. And his face kind of freezes. Like, you... Oh, liar. Oh, you (laughs) are a liar! (laughs) (gasps) Oh, you're a liar. We're in the car with the priest and Sam, and the priest is driving. Right? It's the priest's car, the priest's be- car, because Dean took the Impala. Yeah, Sam doesn't yeah, have yeah, a car. He's like, maybe that's the only reason that he was like, you need to come along because I need yeah, your he car. Didn't, he didn't argue. He didn't argue because he's like, I, or I'm going to steal your car. But it would yeah, be, if you've got to come along, I guess, mm, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I needed a ride. <laughs> like, like the, the, how do you weigh taking a civilian into demon fight versus stealing a priest's car? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, the priest is like, so, insurance investigating. Sam's like, I like helping people. And the priest is like, you ever think about doing something else? Like, anything else. (laughs) He's like, you're a smart kid. And he's like, I see you in the front of the pack. You could do great things. And um, Sam's like, I don't know. I like doing what I'm doing. <laughs> Trying not to, like, he's like, at this point, does you know, doesn't read the subtext of what this demon is saying. Mm -hmm. But is like, how do I say this without giving anything away. He's like, well, I like doing what I'm, I'm doing. doing. I like helping people. And the priest is like, well, it's your life. <laughs> and, and he doesn't, I think he says your brother, but he's like, and D- Dean, was it? You know, and, and he's mm-hmm. like, Dean, yeah. He's like, does he get in trouble often? And Sam's like, yeah, he kind of <laughs> does. And he's like, well, it's a good thing he has you, his brother's keeper. Like, ooh. And Sam's, and Sam's kind of like, eh, this is awkward. Oh, this awkward. is a little awkward. It's like a, yeah, it's um, kind of like a the, weird, awkward Literally, confession. I was going to say, like, a, yeah, like a confession or like mm-hmm. you're, it's just awkward, like a, like a teacher driving you home or something. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. like a weird, like, power dynamic. Dynamic, yeah, a weird authority, authority figure who's make, definitely making judgments about your life decisions. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm just in the passenger seat. I yeah, can't do no, anything about can't, this. Can't go anywhere. I'm trying to open in the child locks. <laughs> well. <laughs> so back in the basement, for some reason, the bartender the, is lying on her back, stretching out. I think she's just tired. Yeah, right? But like, but she's she, maybe she's just like, I'm so cramped on this devil's trap. I gotta stretch. stretch. But she is lying sexily on the floor, stretching her arms above her head, showing off very much cleavage. Yes. she And she's like, well, Dean, if I didn't know you better, I'd say that was lust in your eyes. <laughs> she she like makes make for, she makes a joke like or, or she's like she's like oh well that would be a way to spend the time but I don't think you'd respect me in the morning and he's like that's okay I don't respect you now <laughs> yeah yeah and there is not lust there no, no there's not he's not being weird and horny no he's like waiting it out waiting for Sam hoping the, to get rid of demons and like the camera, thing out the camera's being a little horny yeah the but, camera's being real horny it's but like, but he's not being receptive and then she kind of I mean she's still like kind of posed she's still kind of like sexy but she. 
assumes a much more comfortable position, just like the on the side. Yeah. yeah. She's like, well, if I'm like, not like, doing that, then... It's the more like the slumber party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> side. Side with the, the fist on the on your cheek and yeah. on, the el- on your elbow this and your very, the other feels, hand on your hip. Yeah. It feels very middle of the night, like 12 a.m. slumber party. Yeah. Like, yeah. It does. It's like, like just the only people who are up and everyone else is, or is like already asleep and... Uh, it's when the talking gets really, like, intense. Yeah. Yeah. And because everyone... It's, like, the talk... It's before 3 a.m. when you just start, like, uncontrollably laughing. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is before the uncontrollable laughter at 3 a.m. When everyone's still, like, they're getting tired and you're like, things are, like, a little bit more serious now. We're having a serious discussion. But and then, you're like, like, in, like, half an hour, things are going to be so funny. And the kid, <laughs> yeah, everything's going to be and funny. And the kid's like, my dad was an alcoholic. And you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. I get that. And it's just like quiet. It's like, want to watch this YouTube video? <laughs> it's quiet. And then the kid's like, poopy. And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like kicking your legs and laughing for like two hours. <gasps> I do that. <laughs> I do that. So yeah, he's like, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you kind of a weird question? So when the gate opened and demons were all let out, he's like, what now? What's the plan? Which is what we've we been asking the whole time. <laughs> And she's like, honestly, there was a plan. Like, tr- trust me on this. There was a plan. She says, Azazel was a tyrant, but he held us all together. Wait. Like, like, Azazel. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> we don't introduce what characters on the show. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it was Yellow Eyes. She's like, oh, you think that, like, they called him Yellow Eyes? Like, his friends called him Yellow Eyes? He has a name. And, uh, but after you killed him, it, his plan kind of fell apart. <laughs> and he's like, no chain of command. You know what the chain of command is? It's a chain I go get and beat you with till you understand who's in rut and command here. And uh, she says, it was Sam. He was supposed to lead the army. And she's like, now you've got chaos, a war without a front. She says, for the record, I was ready to follow Sam. It's like, and that's Ooh. interesting. A she different, got... a different faction. So what we have here, we have, like, she has faith in Lucifer as her lord, and he will return one day. She was ready to follow Sam as her commander in the demon army. Which meant that she must have been loyal to the yellow-eyed demon. Mm-hmm. Or at least loyal to, to what she believed Sam represented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We ha- what we have here is a true believer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, we've not encountered something like this. No, because so far demons. we've just seen demons that are, like, out for their own. Yeah. And only that. And, like... And varying degrees of that. Yeah. Like, out for their own and just, like, just chaos. Yeah. And they burn out so quickly because they attract the attention of hunters. Yeah. yeah. And then you get, like, Meg, who is a little bit more methodical about it mm-hmm. and is still, you know, very out for herself, but at least she has goals. Right. She had goals and she has, like, I was going to say, like, she has attitude. <laughs> like, she she doesn't, like, you know, like, listen has- to the yellow-eyed demon as much as, or, like, it's like, oh, like, plan? There was a plan, but, like... Do you think I care about the master plan? Yeah, like she's got her own personal agenda. Yeah. And whereas most grunt demons are like, I want to see something explode right now. And if I don't, I'll die. <laughs> like if I don't, like, then I'll just kill some people. Like I I need to I need to see an explosion in the next 30 seconds. And that's most of the demons we've seen are like that. Yeah. This is a very different demon, and I like this difference. Yeah. So we've arrived at the house that has the weird basement. Yeah. With Sam and the priest. 
Sam is like, dead, And uh, <laughs> they split up to look for, for Dean and Casey. Yeah, they, they hear him. They hear Sam yelling. And Casey's like, looks like you win. And we hear Sam banging on the door and yelling for Dean. And he tells the uh, priest to check the other way. We hear Dean yelling for Sam. Like, he's like, down here in the basement. The basement caved in. Sam's like, hold on, we're coming. And Dean's like, we? And Sam's like, yeah, I'm here with the priest. I'm here with the priest. And Dean looks at the bartender. And she doesn't really give much away with her face. No. Uh, yeah. she, she doesn't give away the fact that he, yeah. he's the demon necessarily and, but but then Dean is like he sees something in that mm-hmm. and is like well fuck be careful uh, Sammy be careful and Sam gets out his uh, holy water and rounds the corner and the priest is standing right there and he blinks and his eyes go black and he blinks and he approaches Sam and then a gunshot rings out and a statue that is standing like just in front of where the, the demon was about to walk explodes and Bobby has arrived yeah <laughs> How standing there with the cult? How did he know the ad- the address? How did he know where to go? And that's literally Sam is about to say he's like Bobby. How did you know where we were? Like I assume Dean called to let him know about the demon stuff, right? Because he's like if you if you see anything, call me. I so I assume because like when Dean did the whole de- devil's trap ahead of time, I assume he let Bobby know where they were. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that maybe that's why it went to voicemail because Bobby was already on the road. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. my best guess, right? Because otherwise he magically appears at this location. (laughs) The priest demon throws Bobby away with his demon powers and Sam and he opens the he like demon opens the door with his demon powers and walks in and Sam goes to Bobby and Bobby hands Sam the colt and says to go and then also Ruby is standing there. We hear a little whoosh noise and Ruby's there and she says you heard the man go and it's like ah and you're here too. Yeah. (laughs) The um, priest demon yeah punches his way through the rubble throws Dean aside and approaches the bartender slowly. And she's like, stop! And, like, points at the devil's trap. And he punches the ground near the, like, where the devil's trap lines are, and it cracks, like, it makes a crack in the trap. And he throws the rug away to Mm -hmm. reveal the devil's trap. And then he, he stands up. And he walks over to the bartender. And he starts making out with her. And Dean Dean stands up like, oh, he's like, oh, you too. And then we get, we get a little backstory on these two. The pre, like they're, you know, kind of dramatic. Yes. The the priest says, for centuries, we've, we've been to hell and back. Literally. (laughs) Literally. The bartender wants her priest friend to leave Dean alone. Yeah. She says, leave him be. And the priest starts choking Dean. Like, like does like the, the, Holds his neck up and, and, like, and then picks him up. up in the air. And, and she's like, stop, please. Like, please stop doing this. And then we see the priest get shot. He is hit, you know, kind of center of mass in the chest, convulses and flashes. And it's a different... It's a different electricity flash yeah. than we've seen before with the cold. It, it is a different effect, but... On purpose? Yes. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> But the the result is the same. He dies, and, and we Sam Sam, Sam is there, the cold. and he takes aim at the bartender. And Dean shouts, "Wait!" But Sam fires and kills her too. And I was like, "Oh man, oh man!" I I really liked her. Yeah, I know. I liked her. I liked her. And she wanted Dean to be spared too. And and she, the, I mean, the motive behind sparing Dean, I think, was more like, "Don't waste your time. Let's get out of here." <laughs> right, and like he's only got a year left anyway, and, and yeah, I guess. But it was just that they had such like a nice time talking, a little vulnerable, she, nice time. She's, 
she's, she's evil. still a demon. She's still evil. Right. But yeah. No, I really Wait. liked it. Yeah. I really liked her character. Yeah. I was it's unfortunate that they killed her. Like it could she could have been one of those characters who gets away and then we meet her later, you know, and it could have been Could have been. Could have been. Um, so we're out on the street, Bobby and Dean. They have a little walk and talk. Dean is like, do you think Do you think we did a good thing here? Bobby's like, two less demons. And Dean says that Trotter's still alive. And Bobby's like, humans ain't our job. <laughs> like, they're, they're fucked up in their own ways. Yeah, like, there, we are don't, too, there are too many bad people. Yeah. We, that we cannot that they can make that our job. They have, like, a little discussion about, like, whether things are going to change uh, now in this town. And, uh, or, like, and Bobby's like, is that you with a demon talking? Yeah. Dean's wondering if our people really just bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? He's like, well, the demon's dead and so is the girl I was possessing. And he's, like, a little upset about that. Bobby's like, Sam saved your life. And he's like, yeah, but you didn't see it. It was cold. And he's like, back in Wyoming, the yellow eye demon said something that I've been thinking about lately. And uh, Bobby's like, what? Uh, he's like, that maybe when Sam came back, he came back different. He's like, do you think there's something wrong with my brother? brother? And Bobby waits too long. He waits yeah. too long, and he's like, nah. He's like, demons lie. I'm, I'm sure Sam's, Sam's okay. okay. And then, and then, and then Dean's like, yeah, me, me too. too. And both of you are lying. You're, You're both, both lying to each other. <laughs> yeah. Neither of you are sure Sam's okay. Yeah, I think he's okay. He's totally fine. He's fine. Sam is in the motel room and Ruby walks in. We have to shot again. Well, it's, it's the same mirror shot. Yeah. Uh, the, because, I mean, you gotta you, use that mirror. You gotta, you gotta use a mirror the on the ceiling. ceiling. You gotta use it. Ruby's like, are you leaving? Like, we didn't celebrate. And he's like, you can celebrate without me. And she's like, like, okay. Like, you're being super pouty. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, come on, you killed two demons today. And she's like, getting super excited about that. And Sam's like, yeah, I killed two humans today too. And she's like, you know what happens when demons piggyback on humans? And she's like, chances are they would have died a slow and sticky death. You probably did them a favor. And uh, Sam's like, I probably did them a favor? He's like, you're a cold bitch. And we know for a fact that they've been able to save people who've been possessed. Yes. We know that. Yes. She's manipulating him. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, she is. And she's like, yeah, this cold bitch saved your ass a couple of times. And um, she's like, some respect might be nice, especially if you want me to help Dean. And um, he's like, you keep dangling that thing. But like, last I checked, he's still going to hell. And she's like, she's like, there's a quid pro quo here. We're in a war. Sam's like, you're fighting on our team, though. Why? She's like, go screw yourself. That's why. <laughs> she's like, if you don't want my help, like, give me the gun. I'll pass it on to someone who will use it. And he aims the gun at her. And he's like, maybe I'll use it on you. And she does like her tough guy thing. She's like, well, go ahead if it makes you happy. Not gonna do much for Dean, though. So Sam does not shoot. He does not shoot. He, like, uncocks the gun. She says, that's my boy. This won't be easy, Sam. You don't, you can't be, like, gentle like you are. She's like, there will be collateral damage, but it has to be done. He's like, well, I don't have to like it. She's like, no, you wouldn't be Sam if you did. He's like, but, 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 like, on the plus side, I'll be there with you. That little fallen angel on your shoulder. Sam does not seem sure about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. But. And she's kind of like, hey, hey, in the back. And he's. But he is, uh, he is allowing himself to be manipulated. Yeah. She's doing, she's doing it well. She is dangling Dean's salvation and just making him take these little baby steps. Mm-hmm. He murdered two people today. They were demons. Right. But. But he didn't take the option to attempt to save them. Little baby steps further and further. She's don't trust demons. <laughs> don't do it. Don't listen to him. Let, don't let him talk to you. Don't do it. Don't even let him start monologuing. He starts monologuing. He starts, he starts monologuing. monologuing. So that's where the episode ends. So what do we think of the episode? I liked it. I think it 
was pretty good. I think it was it was funny to be like, this is a sin city. Yeah. And be yeah. like, what? Like, people it's, are just day drinking. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, no, this just looks like... It looks like summer. It like, just looks like a regular town. Yeah. Yeah. It, that was kind of funny. Um, like, okay, I'm so... Like, I know what they were going for. Yeah, yeah. It was not as seedy as I think they wanted it to be. Yeah. But they were like, look at these women who are obviously prostitutes. And it's like, they're wearing, like, summery clothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, she's got big boobs. Like, she's yeah. got big boobs and big hair. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and it's daytime. Daytime! They could have shot know. it at nighttime and had neon lights. Right? That or some, something seedier. I if they were trying to get that vibe, Maybe it just didn't seem... Maybe had people smoking or something. Right? Like... Yeah, <laughs> Like, not yeah. necessarily weed, but, like, just, like, cigarettes? Yeah. I like, don't know. It just, it, yeah, no, it didn't have the seedy vibe. It was, like, the, like people are drinking during the daytime at the outdoor seating. Yeah, <laughs> right? Like, at the bar where, like, they did, not cr- there are they, some people walking like, across the street they, holding margaritas but it's whatever, But they're going from, like, one bar to another. Like, yeah, they're not, like... Yeah, it's, like, one it's, it's not. It's not just, like, wild party. Yeah. It's just, they're just people kind of, like, hanging out. Yeah. There aren't, like, on-fire garbage it's like, cans. It's, like, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> Boardwalk. Yeah, it felt kind of like a beachy town, which like, is funny because it's, it's Ohio. Ohio. Uh, yeah, weird vibe, but um, yeah, it, that was funny. Other than that, I think I liked. Well, I liked the acting a lot. Yes. I think we did. I think we had some really good mm-hmm. acting Pretty choices. Good. Um, good yeah, I don't know. I feel like there wasn't a lot to report about this one. I really liked our bartender demon. Yes, mm-hmm. she was good. And I really liked the whole conversation she and Dean have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, though, Dean is... We only get to see what's happening with Dean when he's either, like, in, like, a mind control or, like, we're seeing, like, his inner psyche situation. Or he's, like, talking to somebody who's evil and he's like, well, I'm never going to talk to you again. <laughs> like, you <laughs> yeah. <know? laughs> so we got to see a little bit more vulnerability from him, which yeah. was great. Yeah. Sam just having a no good, very bad day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two, two in a row. Yeah. He had uh, He had... Uh, He's not having a great time of it this season. No, he's, really not. He's, he's got he's gotten cursed. <laughs> he's having some very bad social interactions. <laughs> yeah. He's awkward. Oh, he's an awkward guy. Yeah, no, Sam's not doing great. I so yeah, I liked I really liked our bartender demon. Kind of mad. I'm very mad that they killed her. Yeah. Um, Especially mad because we don't know her name. Right. And she didn't refer to herself as she, Casey. No. She, and she, she made, referred to her body as Casey's she made, body. She made a distinction. She made that distinction, which is interesting because most demons we've seen haven't. Yeah. Either their name is their job description or... Uh, like, this is me today, but... Or like... Like, yeah, I'm using this body, so I'm just going to take their name too. That's been all of them except for Azazel. Yeah who was a, a, a demon with a real demon name. And I just, I feel like this episode would have been better served if we'd had the the Seven Deadly Sins arc. Yeah. If this had been greed and lust, it would have made more sense yeah. that they are, that, that like, that difference in their mm-hmm. demonic behavior. And that, um, like, uh, you know, we've been doing this for centuries, like... Yeah. Okay, but, like, you're written as, like, just demon demons. You're not written as the seven deadly sins who are supposed to be big right. bads. Like, you're not written as big bads, but you seem bigger and badder yeah. than the seven like, deadly we, sins. Yeah, like, we get the did. feeling, at least from this episode, that these are older demons. Yeah. That they've been around for a while, which, like, g- usually gives, you know, gives a demon a certain level of power. The difference in power level and, like, what the demon's deals are so far has been... 
inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Yes, at best. I'm not a fan of that. No. A fan of a fan of this bartender demon, not a fan of the inconsistency. So join us next time for our discussion on Season 3, Episode 5, Bedtime Stories. Mm-hmm. Sam and Dean investigate a small town that has been plagued by a number of strange murders mimicking fairy tales. Ooh, okay. okay. That could be interesting. Could be interesting. Could be awful. Could be bad. <laughs> <laughs> could be interesting, though. Could be interesting. We'll have to see. So uh, join us next time for Season 3, Episode 5. Until then, I have been a host, Margaret. I've been a host, Patricia. And I've been another host, Bridget. And we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Special thanks to Pixabay user The Laces Music Dude for the use of their song Bruff Music as our theme music. And special thanks to our dad, our first sponsor. Thanks, dad. You can find us at 3 Idgets Pod on most of the internet. And get in touch with us by emailing 3 Pod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.